What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the Wake Up Show. Part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast. You're on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish. The King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours, truth. The notorious one. New, 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 new world order. AKA Mr. Cochellini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Radamus. And you're in the Desert Storm bunker where it's not flooded, flooded or muddy. You're in the Desert Storm bunker with the whole effing show himself. Mr. EWF, every woman's fantasy, the undebatable Black Moses, and CGA, C God Allah, and the eight time demonetized champion of. YouTube, we in here. Happy Blue Chip Wednesday to everybody. Appreciate y'all for being here, man. It is time to get your mind on your money and your money on your mind. But of course, we're only focused on the 1% on the Blue Chip mindset because the game is to be sold, not told. So if you came here for the Blue Chip mindset, I'm going to redirect you to the Notorious CGA channel. And if you make the effort, you can get plenty of Blue Chips over there. We're not going to interrupt the show over here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel because it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like, I've noticed what we've been doing around here, and I notice where it is. You know what I mean? Listen, I've given a lot of lot of great details, a lot of free information. So, if you want, you can go to the previous live streams, which will be up and available for only a short period of time on this channel. All right. Pay attention. We're getting you to the fall. But, uh, guys... We need you to get your mind on your money and your money on your mind. We need you to kind of make this effort, and it needs to be returned and reciprocated as well. Monday and third, Monday and Tuesday, we gave you quite a bit of detail related to debt, housing, the courthouse, all right, family court, saving money. We gave you a lot of great information, and we've gone four hour streams the past two days. And I really believe that I gave you a lot of great information that you can make useful for, to you to change your life right now. Unfortunately, it's not coming back to me the way it needs to. So what we're going to do is if you need that info, it is time for you to make that effort to get that info. All right. You need to get that info because the info that you're getting is life changing information. I feel like I feel like uh, the effort that I'm making and the info that we're giving, I can't continue to give. And that it takes a lot of energy research. It takes a lot of it, life experience that I'm sharing with you. And to be honest with you, it's not coming back. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting the views back. I'm not getting it back reciprocated. I'm not getting anything back from it. And um, it's time for a change. You understand? It's time for a change. So at this point, you could go over to the Notorious CGA channel, get the blue chip mindset short videos. You could get those over there. And if you really want to make that investment, join the money mindset coach gang over there all right because we're there every saturday sunday night and people are making the investment the group is growing exponentially so you need to go over to the money mindset for us to continue doing that all right i i, I mean if yesterday between yesterday's streams alone i gave you a million dollars worth of game i'm probably gonna save two men a hundred thousand dollars based on the information we gave out in the last two days all right so we're not going to dedicate large portions to the show for that but i will drop some jewels here and there. You understand what I'm saying? All right. So anyway, anyway, that's the reality of it. That's how we're going to move forward. And in the fall, we making some other big changes around here, uh, whether you like it or not. 
All right. So anyway, let's get back to the show. What do we got going on here? Ninja, we focus on the 1%. We focus on the 1% on those efforts. But today, this is the best edutainment on YouTube. The best edutainment on YouTube in this space, without a doubt. Without a doubt. And we got a great show for you lined up today. We got Shraggle and Sniggles Theater. We got Doom and Gloom. We got the main event, which is that wife hires a hitman on her husband. Yes, her husband. $2 million hit, and the guy has disappeared. But she's been arrested. That is the main event topic, sleeping with the enemy. Also, what do we got going on here? Oh, masculine energy and women. We're seeing a lot of that in the dating marketplace. And so we're seeing that, and how do you respond? Because there's not a lot of guys that are putting out enough masculine energy. In fact, what I've actually seen lately, even from content creators, I'm seeing a lot of content creators dive into their feminine. They're diving into their feminine. It is absolutely interesting to see where men straddle the fence, you know, the straddle the fence position, where anything masculine gets taken down. And I think men have been buck broken. They've seen men try to be masculine and get slapped the F back. And uh, I see a lot of fence riding ninjas, all right? They got their peace leaves on their on the fence. And you know you fence riding ninjas, all right? You know what I mean? Ninjas, you know you're uh, fence riding ninjas, all right? You riding a fence and you're priding yourself on fence riding. I'm like, what the? Like, how do you pride yourself by making no decision? Well, I'm a little bit in the middle. You know, a little bit here, a little bit there. I'm balanced. How do you, how do you, Pride yourself on being what you say balanced, but you're just riding the fence, making no decision. They can't make no mind. They can't make their mind up. And it's absolutely amazing to me that they will take a stand on nothing. In fact, instead of taking a stand on something, they'll fall for everything. They'll just like, well, I don't believe in anything. I don't believe in there's not evil over here and there's not evil over there. You know, it's just like, oh boy. But the one thing they that they're willing to make a stand against is obviously anything that's popular, right? Like a red pill, you know, all oh, these red pill gets popular, so let's take a stand. All right, they can stand against that because they know the popular opinion is against this opinion. So then they can take a stand and feel brave about it. Well, 85% of these people think this is wrong, so I'll take a stand against it and I'll pride myself on it. And you're sitting there like, that's not a stand. G- great job. Way to jump off the limb there. You know what I mean? Way to jump off that front stoop. You really did take a stand. Right against something that obviously most people don't think is, uh, you know, critically acclaimed. So uh, the pride in that, I see more men doing stuff like this. And it's somewhat appalling to me. It's somewhat like I don't understand what the motives is. And the motives to me is maybe they're trying to uh, engage in some mass appeal. They're just going for mass appeal, right? Um, I don't really go for mass appeal. My message is definitely not catered to mass appeal. Even the blue chip mindset is not a mass appeal message. In fact, I know for certain only 1% of people will take any of the information that I've given after 47 years of life experience, failures, success, and success on top of that. Okay, they're not going to even take any information and apply it, right? I know this. So then I notice, why would I give that information out freely to people who ain't going to use it. In fact, there's a quote that I want to share with you. There's a quote that I want to share with you, and this is a blue chip moment. Let's go ahead and throw this up here real quick. This is a a blue chip mindset moment for those who want freebies. All right, let's give it to you. 
Here's the quote, and I want you to write this down. Write this down. This is why mass appeal is, is, is going for mass appeal will weaken you and weaken your message. It, it basically will make you a moderate and you stand for nothing. All right, you're deaf, dumb, and blind. Here's the quote. It is easier to fool people than to convince them that they've been fooled. I want you to listen again. Listen again. It is easier to fool people than it is to convince them they've been fooled. Mark Twain. It is easier to fool people than to convince them they've been fooled. Now, here's the thing. When you go for mass appeal, when you go for mass appeal, you leave out the last part. You never try to convince people that they've been fooled. You simply just try to fool people, right? And fooling people is giving them inconvenient, uh, uh, convenient, what was it? Like you just, you just go in with the lies. You won't give them the truth, right? In essence, the opposite, I'm over here trying to say, you guys have been fooled. Now, what gets the most views? Not that, not that. But I'll expose the truth to show you you've been fooled. However, that's the hardest thing to do. It's the hardest thing to do. It's the hardest thing to get people to uh, accept. They'll go for the lies all day long. They'll go to get fooled all day long. They'll go to get a message that makes them feel good all day long. But when I challenge you and say, hey, you've been fooled, I want you to think critically. I want you to think like the 1%. I want you to imagine you're the 10%. That's the hardest thing to do. It is the hardest thing to do. It's the hardest thing to get people to do and invest in. In fact, they'll just take it for free and they'll go pay other people to fool them. You see what I mean? This is why it leaves a bitter taste in my mouth when I see that the efforts it takes to get people to convince them that you've been fooled is not being reciprocated back. Nah, not on, y'all don't care. And y'all go over there and watch women fool you and pay them thousands of dollars. It leaves a bitter taste in my mouth. So I then say, well, forget it. You don't want me to convince you you've been fooled? I'll join the masses and say, I'll just fool you, right? No, I won't do that. But I'll say, well, if you want it, if you really want it, if you really want to convince you've been fooled, then I can show you a better way. Hey, it is what it is. Time to grift. Where are you at? Where to grift? Grift or die, ninja. <laughs> grift or die. It is what it is. Hey, ninjas want it easy out here. And I have to make all of this effort to convince you you've been fooled. Convince you to do it a certain way. Teach you how to do it long term. Teach you to commit dedication. I got to sit here and yell and scream every day. Right? And get you people to know and rile you up. Get you inspired to go do something. It ain't going to happen. All right? Listen, I'm not going to wear my ass down. I ain't going to wear myself down. All right? Not for you people. Not for 1%. And while the rest of everybody just goes back and continue to be fooled. I'm not going to waste my time and effort to do that. All right. It is what it is. Yo, man, because it's exhausting. It's, it's exhausting to put shows together like that. Only to see what happens with it. It's exhausting. And it's a little bit, it's a little bit, um, dis, it's, a, it's disappointing. You know what I mean? It's disappointing to see the response. It's disappointing to see the lack of investment. The people that don't want to believe. Ninjas don't want to hit the like button. It's very disappointing, <laughs> right? It's disappointing. But yet, people that's asking for it, never see them Never see them on the money mindset on Sundays, never see them on locals, never see them in the super chat. But it is what it is. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep it. But look, that was your blue chip mindset moment right there. Oh, by the way, here it is right here. 
Here it is right here. Let me put this up on the screen for you to see. You know what? I don't even think I set it up yet, but I want to show you. I'm putting out Blue Chip Mindset Moment videos right now. Right now. They're available right now on the Notorious CGA channel. So there you go right there. You see it pop up on the screen. All right. The, the whole atmosphere is different. The Notorious CGA channel, if you didn't know, many people are on there now. There it is right there. All right, Blue Chip Mindset has moved to the Notorious CGA channel. You'll get short-form videos, maybe a live stream here or there. And uh, I put this video out a day ago. I put this video out a day ago. It has 1.7K views, all right? Now, some of you guys weren't aware, but the channel has 15,000 subs, okay? Uh, But 1.7K views, you know what I mean? Like, listen, it tells me, it tells me a lot. Tells me a lot about what, what people really want to watch. Tells me a lot. So, you know, there it is right there. If you really want it, there it is. It's sitting right there. There's the information. However, I will say this. I put out other videos on other channels, just so you know, just so you can see the difference. I have videos on other channels that had less subscribers, considerably less. And those videos outviewed that video. All of them did. All right. All of them. Let me see here. All right. In, in less time, just so you guys know, this is kind of how I have to gauge what people really want. You know what I mean? This is the only way I can gauge it. What do pe- people really want to see? Well, just to show you, on the Coach CGA React channel, 11K views. For she had her fun, now she's ready to settle down. Same day, day before, Tinder, data review. These are all replays, by the way. No effort. All I had to do was stick the replay over there. 6.7K views. I mean, these are the things that I have to do to gauge how much time and energy I'm going to put into something. See what I mean? Um, and I have, a cha- I have a channel that has even less, less subscribers than that. A video just did 15K. His video just did 15K. All right. So, listen, I got to do what I got to do. I got to do what I got to do in the best interest for me. But we do have the money mindset available for you on Sundays. All right. That is available to you. We're there every week. We also have the blue chip. Go subscribe now. Matter of fact, go subscribe now. Go subscribe now to the Notorious CGA channel. And you can get the blue chip mindset over there. Everybody got it? There it is right there. There it is. That's where the videos will be. That's where the videos would be. So if you wanted it, there it is over there. Other than that, let's get back to the show to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign, the Notorious CGA on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal is paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the Notorious CGA channel. All right, shout out to you. Now, listen, listen, let's get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Over here on, yeah, they don't want it. You guys see it right there. Yep, I don't beef. I don't, I don't, you know, I try to give people, point them in the right direction. I have books, you know, no, no. We want to talk about these 304s. All right, (laughs) all right, it is what it is. We got Albert Wesker says, husbands plan vacations, wives plan your deletion. Shout out to you. Q Time says, how is it that the testosterone levels decreased from the baby boomers to Gen Z and men 
but seems like it increased in women. I find masculine women repulsive. 95% of BWs are eliminated. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of that going on. You guys got to consider your sources. Again, a blue chip mindset moment. You're going to take, not listen. Consider your food sources. Consider the fact that we do less war. We do less fighting. We've actually been rewarded by being more feminine. Women have been rewarded by being more masculine. Um, you know, we'll look at that in a few clips. And now you guys don't realize what's going on. You guys consume soy. And I'm not going to go into much detail. Your food, your nutrition sources, the lack of men surrounding you, the lack of athleticism. Also, the, the emphasis of men going to the military early on in their young childhood. Women actually being uh, rewarded for masculinity. We're, this is where it is. And I was just talking about it, about fence riding ninjas. Fence riding ninjas are feminine to me. All right. Moderate men tend to be more feminine. All right. Even their narrow approach, because you you'll see them attack men viciously. They'll go in and attack the men. Now, not all men, but they'll attack men viciously, especially a man that is kind of rising above. Now, they'll try to poke and prod why that man is rising above, which to me, why are you putting so much emphasis in that man rising? Now, if he's a con artist, people will assume they, they will see it. And if they don't need to see it, we'll go back and reference. If they don't see it, go back and reference what I just said in the Mark Twain quote. It is easier to fool people than it is to convince people that they're fooled. It's easier to fool people than to convince people that they've been fooled. Why would you waste so much time trying to convince people like that when a man's rising? Why would you waste so much time doing that? Why would you waste your time convincing other men to actually make sure they're not fooled, right? I mean, make sure that they, um, why, would you, why would you waste so much time in doing that? Why would you educate men on how not to get fooled by women? Because that's where men are getting fooled. That's where they're getting fooled. They're getting fooled in the courthouse. They're getting fooled in marriage. They're getting fooled in dating. I mean, it's, it's actually crazy to me. But anyway, <laughs> it's actually crazy to me. Um, anyway, we got another super chat. Two more, says Daniel McGee says, free agent lifestyle. He says, taking myself on a five-day cruise. You got that Uncle Earl and I got money. enjoy the cruise. Every, everybody should come. Um, everybody should uh, go on a cruise. Everybody should go on a cruise. Mr. Arbel says this younger generation hates older men. Um, yes, this older generation do hate older men. All right, but uh, it is what it is. I think what they've seen is a lot of older men fail. And uh, we, have a, we have a thing in our world where we think failure makes a person flawed. Um, and that failure is a reason to not listen to someone. Now, I've actually said earlier in another blue chip mindset stream that most people fail, and few people who actually win in life have just a few successes, okay? Almost all of us make mistakes. All of us do. All of us make mistakes. All of us fail. But the people that, the thing that separates men from, I mean, not men, men for women, the thing that separate the successful from the not successful is how they react to failure, their own failure, and how, how many times they actually succeeded versus fail. So many people fail, 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 and successful people fail, 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 succeed, fail, 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 succeed. That's the difference. Mm. Failure is not a flaw. In fact, that's how you learn. That's how most of us learn. We actually get hit in the head. When you get hit in the head one too many times, you feel like you realize when to duck. Now, avoiding failure, a.k.a. I'm going to ride the fence, a.k.a. I'm going to be in the moderate, a.k.a. I'm going to make no decisions, 
avoiding failure is not going to get you to success at all. All right, it's not going to make you successful. It's not going to separate you from the pack. It's not going to get you to win. It's not going to get you more views. It ain't going to make people appreciate you more. None of that. By avoiding taking a stand, avoiding failure. In fact, if you just take the stand against where the masses are taking a stand, that's going to make you part of the masses. It's actually crazy. So how you react to failure is actually how you become successful. If you react to failure in the wrong way, and keep failing, yeah, your ass is going to be a loser. Rose Poppy, free agent lifestyle, the Rose Poppy lifestyle says, hey, coach, he says, happy you got monetized again. I'm starting my channel soon, and you and a few others gave me the confidence to do so. I'm 35, and a lot of what you say I've learned in the 90s growing up. No beef. Shout out to you. All right, appreciate that, man. Yeah, we all learned a lot of lessons, so keep doing what you need to do. You never know if you're going to be the next voice. Big Chip, baby mama gave my son her last name. I'm done. Yeah. Yep, that's a way to really screw things up. In fact, did you get the notice that I think Blueface's mother said Krishan is her cousin? Right? Uh, you see these things cause confusion when people do stuff like that. Cody Draper, appreciate you, CGA. You should do a live stream on, on why women don't like to take L's or women reaction to taking L's. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, dealing in the junior college, you see them take L's a lot. So every month, same sob story. They're always coming up short. John Angelo, G, he says, good morning, CGA stuck on the 405. Because I think he says, BC, make that drive enjoyable. He says, best show on YouTube, hands down. Shout out to you. And do me a favor, hit that like button. Hit that like button. Let me get Cash App, and then I'm going to get back into the show, give you some doom and gloom, and then we'll get back to the show. Shout out to no government name. BH, how are you still streaming? Go to bed already. He hit me with a sponsorship. Shout out to you. All right. He's like, you're still streaming. I do four-hour streams, double streaming, double streaming. Yeah, man, it was a mess. All right. Mr. PG is in the building. Thank you over there on the Cash App. Jewel says, shout out to you, Coach. Thanks for the lessons you share. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. And uh, if you've been joining my money mindset, you will realize I, I tell you the behind the scenes of what it takes to produce a show like this. Not only produce a show like this, produce it twice a day. Then produce that show multiple times in a week, five days out of seven. All right. I don't think a lot of people know and I don't need you to know, but a lot of people don't know. And it takes a lot of work. And it does, it's, it's time-consuming. It's exhausting. right? People think it's easy. Uh, but I'm not the consecrator that sit here and talk for four hours, you know, just talking shit. All right? There's a lot of prep that goes into this. So, yeah, man. Yeah, brothers. When, uh, when you see it behind the scenes, it's an eye-opener. All right. Get the likes up. Let's get into the show. Let's start with a little bit of doom and gloom. All right, all right, Doom and Gloom CGA is back. Check this out. I want you guys to know this. This is a great quote, another great quote. Look at this quote, guys. I don't know who put this up here, all right, but um, or if this is going around, but I want you to remember this and remember it good. Ladies, if you're watching me too, remember it and remember it good. Sorry to say this, but 
being a good person doesn't get you loved. I want you to listen to that. If you're taking notes today, write it down. And this is something I've been saying, and I hope you understand this, because a lot of people are using this, men and women, thinking that they deserve a relationship because they're a good person. First of all, you're not. You're a piece of shit. But that's neither here nor there. All right? You're a piece of shit. You're misleading us. Everybody makes mistakes. People have good and bad. People who are really good just sometimes don't get caught. People that are good are sometimes weak and jellyback and spineless. But let me just tell you this. I don't appreciate a person that just comes here and say, well, I'm a good person, therefore I deserve. This is the truth. This is the truth. Take the truth. Take it or leave it. Remember, it's harder, it's easier to fool people than to convince them they've been fooled. You've been fooled thinking that a good person, being a good person, deserves to get you loved. It doesn't. It does not. First of all, there's no guarantees about love. It's, it's, it's one of the most goofiest things out here. There's no guarantee. Even if you have the money, the cars, the clothes, the shoes, it don't mean you're going to get loved. Sometimes you get used when you're a good person. They take your kindness for weakness. You have to be vigilant and hypervigilant in order to survive the game of love because all's fair in love and war. And love is dirty. And I'm going to share a, show, a story where all of the, the, the dead bodies lie on the blue pill side. All of the dead bodies related to relationships, they ain't on the red pill side, all right? The only thing flying out of the red pill people seem to want to criticize is another man's money, watching another ninja's pocket, all right? These men are spending money over here. Why are you watching their pockets? That's the only thing that you might have a beef on, and even then, why are you watching their pockets? Let's talk about where all the dead bodies are. Let's talk about where all the massacres occur. Let's talk about where all the bitterness and hurt comes from. It comes from the love side. It is what it is. It comes from the blue pill side. It comes from the romantic side. That's where all, that's where Romeo and Juliet's ass is at. All right. That's where Julius Caesar's ass is at. All right. You know what I mean? Like, listen, being a good person doesn't get you loved. And I want you men to accept this pill. Accept it. Accept the fact that if you're pursuing people and good is what you're using to get loved, you're taking a loser's approach to life. You need to wake your punk ass up. This is actually crazy to me. And women do this too. Well, I'm a good person. I should have a relationship. I don't understand while I'm still single. And so you're good, <laughs> All right? You're a good person, so you should be loved? That's a no. It takes a lot into it. But the problem is there's a dirty part of the game of love too that people don't think they, I, I didn't deserve that part of love. Why? Because I'm a good person. And... <laughs> But anyway, I want you to let that sink in. Let that sink in. Most of the time, if you're a good person, you get used. And every one of us have that experience. Now, what you'll do is use the hope strategy and hope that people see the good in you so they don't use you. Good luck. Arm yourself. I'm giving you solutions. And you don't hear the solutions. Arm yourself against this. Yes, that's some doom and gloom shit. All right, here we go right here. What about this right here? Let's take it to the boomers and the Gen Z this guy thinks he has it figured out. Let's hear him out. He's going to say, let's let him say it. 1970, the average home was $15,000. It is now $436,000. It has gone up 29 times. Rent was 108, is now 2,000. That's gone up 20 times. College was 500, it's now $11,000. That's gone up 20 times. Gas was 36 cents, it's now 380. That has gone up 10 to 12 times. 
But what about the income? In 1970, the average person was making $9,000. Today, they're making $56,000. That has only gone up six times compared to everything else. But here's where the, this is where it gets sad. In 1970, the average household had 3.5 children. Today, it's only 1.9. And the crazy part is that back in 1970, the average household, 47% were dual income. It has now jumped to 65% as dual income. So millennials and Gen Zers under the household are putting in more hours than the boomers did. We're both working 40 hours a week, but you got way more bang for your buck and more children. You got to expand your family, own a house. Things are so drastically different. The birth rate is plummeting because people can't afford it. So we need to make a change so that we can turn this around. In 1970, uh -huh. right. the average home was 15,000. Okay, 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 okay. We got it, sir. Dollars. We got it, it, sir. All right, raging millennial in the house. Uh, yes, this is uh, Captain Obvious in the building, but this is a good piece of information and data. I appreciate him for doing this. What you don't see is him solving the problem, and that's one of the problems. The problem is some of the things that I keep telling you about and people keep arguing. A lot of our... Uh, decisions are being made emotionally now, not with any logic, right? We're trying to get, and, and all of this is what you see. Ninjas is still trying to fall in love as mm. if that's the solution. Ninjas is trying to still get married. People are still trying to buy a house. I did a stream, a blue chip stream said the American dream is dead. It's dead. The American dream is dead. All right. There was a time where the American dream was alive, but it's fully dead. Um, uh, there's a lot of stuff there here we could share, but we'll share it on the money mindset. There's corporations buying up houses. Again, people call this conspiracy, World Economic Forum shit, but there's no conspiracy. The corporations are buying up houses. You're going to own none of them. New, 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 new world order. Eventually, that'll be the deal, whether it takes 5, 10, 20, 30, 50 years. That's where it's going to be. New, 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 new world order. That's where the ball is moved. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, we put ourselves in this position, voting emotionally, fighting. Uh, for some reason, we're too worried about politics. All right. And we don't even know what's going on. And we trust these politicians. I told you a long time ago. I don't know why you put any trust in any politician. I don't care if it's Trump or any of them. How are you putting any trust and faith in these people? They're robbing you blind. All right. They're robbing you blind. They're puppet masters at best. But everybody think, you know, because they got an emotional reaction to a certain politician, that this one's not doing it and the other guy's the bad guy. Now, all of them are doing some crazy shit to you. It is what it is, but it keeps getting worse. Now, also, if you look at what happened in 1970, you had a bunch of things happen that changed the direction of our country following the assassination of JFK. You essentially had a coup d'etat. All right, you had a transition of power that they took over the government. I mean, listen, <laughs> if you want to believe it or, that or not, they took over the government. There was a quite, quite... Uh, grandiose and brutal exchange of power, right? And then those people essentially took the country in a different direction, all right? They, could, they took the country in a different direction, starting with the gold standard. Then you can go into all the agendas. Much of the feminist agenda was highly pushed in the 1970s. You had the, uh, the end of the Vietnam War. I mean, you had the civil rights movement. I mean, there's so many things that made an impact on our economy that they capitalized off the people's ignorance, and they had you out here thinking you were going to achieve the American dream by proxy of uh, legislation, all right, civil rights legislation, feminist, uh, the, um, I wrote about it in my book, The Evolution, uh, Equal Rights Amendment, ERA, uh, Women's Lib, Dual Income. I mean, these all are things that we've all accepted, voted for highly, and we thought we were going to benefit and get the American dream that the elites had. Well, the reality is your approach is a little bit flawed. 
Okay, we had high levels of divorce, no-fault divorce. These all things pivoted significantly in the 70s, right? And everybody fell for it, hook, line, and sinker, and look at where your bitch ass is at now. I mean, it is what it is, affirmative action. They throw it all in there. That's where it all happened. All right, that's where the majority of that happened, and we're now living the results. If you want to believe this or not, I don't know what to tell you. All right, you don't want to believe it. I really don't care. All right, but it is certainly part of the problem here. Certainly part of the problem. Everybody thought that these emotional fixes were going to change it, and you weren't going to. Everybody went to college. You got a degree. How does that work out? You got saddled with debt. When you include these things, you have the housing crash. All right, you had the Y two K. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, you can't continue to live like this. Kick the can down the road and expect something different. Now it's only when you shift your mindset is when things change, and that's how it works. All right, so what's the solution to this? You're going to have to make a thirty year plan. You're going to have to make a 30-year plan, right? That's how far you're going to have to plan out because that's how far they planned out, all right? They don't plan year for year, day to day, and they don't make emotional decisions. Um, every civic uh, center, every civic city center, they have uh, the plans of what they're going to do for your community for the next 20 years. It's already mapped out, but you don't know it yet. Again, I'm giving you blue chips, and you just ain't appreciating it, but it is what it is. I, I need you to hit, the, hit 1,000 likes. All right, I'm giving you a thousand likes. But these little emotional decisions you make day to day, year to year, and you getting involved in politics is not helping you. It's only hurting you, and they're taking advantage of you again. It is easier to fool people than it is convince people they've been fooled. Let's give you the next situation here. Um, is this Straggle and Sniggle Theater? That was your blue. That was your doom and gloom for the day. Okay. Well, that was a short doom and gloom segment, so we're gonna get right in the straggle and sniggle theater. Hey, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me, that's a deal, right? Ride. Straggle and sniggle theater is back. Time for some tomfoolery. Here we go. Uh, where are we at here? Straggle and sniggle theater. Let's take a look at this. Name your city. Apparently, there was a woman, a sister, you man. Uh, Oh, my mind. I thought I had another doom and gloom. Set. Maybe, maybe that's later. But we're going to deal with this video here. Apparently, there was a woman who got mistreated in the drive-thru. And she walked into Dunkin' Donuts to try to put the smack down on the manager here. All right, here we go. Where's, where's the manager again? Because I don't know what the fuck's wrong with this bitch, but I'm not the one for that. I don't know who the fuck you think you, you going to slam the window in my face? Don't play with me. Yeah. Where is the manager? I am the manager. Well, you Actually, she's the manager. You're gonna slam on the window in my face. That's very rude. I'm glad you backed up. Glad you backed up. Oh. 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 I got your one twelve, sir. Uh oh. I'm waiting for my stuff. Oh no, damn. Uh oh. Look at that face right there. Uh. Humble yourself in the side of the Mastodon, in the sight of the Mastodon. She got humble real quick. All right, what happened? Why you get humble? Why you uh move to the side and step back? Oh, my goodness. That was an L. We got to replay the footage here and see what happened. She was mighty, mighty. Her narrow ass was mighty, mighty uh confident that she was going to go in there and tell people off. And uh, she got moved to the side. Let's go ahead and figure what happened here. Uh oh. 
All right. Uh, first of all, if you go in there and you start uh, turning shit over like that and threatening people, I probably wouldn't wait for the food. I probably wouldn't wait for the food. I probably would be like, these people are going to spit in my food. Uh, you cannot raise hell in a eatery and expect them to not step on your hash browns. All right. In your coffee, spit in your coffee. Let's see what happened. Apparently, she came in there with a mad confidence. All right, and so take a look here, man. Her body is on point. I like that. Her face, by the way. Mm. All right, so she came in calling names. All right, her narrow body ain't gonna do much, man. She gonna get folded up real quick. She came in there calling names, pointing fingers. All right, what what happened next? In my face. Don't play with me. Don't play with me. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. She said. Yeah, what are you going to do? And look, look at the body language now. Shoulders pulled back, stepping backwards. Look what happened then. That snow cow. She said, yeah, what are you going to do? Damn, Big Bertha ain't playing. I am the manager. Well, you don't need, Actually, you're, she's you're the manager. You're going to slam a window in my face? You're going to slam a window in my face? That's very rude. Well, I'm glad you backed up. Oh, she challenged her. She said, lower your voice, sweetheart. Now, she was talking loud. The manager, the assistant manager knew what was up. She was like, I'm going to say, hey, there's the manager. And she said, you better lower your voice, sweetheart. Yeah, you better back up. <laughs> he was like, uh-oh. She was like, oh, wait a minute. Hold up for a second. She got out of it. Oh, she said, glad you backed up. And then she moved to the other side. What happened to this drag? She thought she was going to go in there. I'm black. I'm going to intimidate you. And she lost. <laughs> she lost. <laughs> now you standing over there. What, what, what you got to say now? Look at the little teenage girl looking stuck on stupid. Zooted. I'm waiting for my stuff. Yeah, okay. You okay, you wait for you could have waited in the car, man. You could have waited in the car coming in there causing a scene like you was gonna do something. They always act like they gonna do something and you ain't gonna do nothing. That big woman would have laid you out. And you still waiting for the food? Hey man, if I raise hell in an eating establishment, last thing I'm gonna do is wait for them to prep my food. I'm just letting you know. All right, so take notes. That was a note-taking opportunity for you. That's a blue chip mindset. If you cuss somebody out in a food restaurant, make sure you don't stay and eat the food. All right, let's give you the next one right here. Uh, we got, oh, we got a ninja out here. Thirsty ninja on the golf course right here. Let's go ahead and show you. Let's take a look at Cass. You know Cass. She's our favorite golf cart girl. All right, if you don't know about golf cart, I've been telling you in the blue, blue chip mindset. Some of these people know how to make a hustle. And uh, I showed you Cass as one of our favorite blue chip mindset moments. Ladies, where do I meet wealthy men? Where do I meet wealthy men? At the, never mind. Let me go ahead, because y'all too dumb. Let me go ahead and show you what Cass is doing. You know, camera Cass, you got to hug me. You got to come your ass right on over here. And hug me. What I want. Oh. Oh. oh, oh no, man. Yeah, that brother's starving. No, oh, this brother's starving. Look at this ninja, man. Wrapping him in that warm embrace. To wrap you in. Oh, no, this ninja. My warm embrace. Brother, 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 brother. Yeah, that brother's starving. He's starving like a mother sucker, man. Yo, man, stay focused on your golf. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must 
Stay focused. He got her wrapped up. You know they're in the middle of the desert. I think she's in somewhere in Phoenix with her hair extensions. All right. <laughs> this ninja holding on, trying to get on. <laughs> he tried to get a piece of that calico. Hey, my All God. right, it's, it's too hot outside. For and look at them toddies. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. <laughs> we must stay focused. Oh, and what's in his hand, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh-oh. I got money. He done, wait. <laughs> Hold on for a second. I got lost my screen. I lost my screen. What are we doing here? I lost my screen for a second. Uh. In his hand, he had a fistful of 20s. I got money. Black man kryptonite. Man, look, man, them golf cart girls be making mad money. Them golf cart girls be making mad money. Uh, Y'all ninjas don't know the secrets of the suburbs. You're going to have me on camera, Cass. You got to hug me. Uh-oh, he said, you're going to have me on camera, Cass. You got to hug me. All right, where Uncle Earl at? Oh, she done ran over there to get that hug. All right. She done ran over there to get that hug. Look at her. She was like, thank you, daddy. Yeah, boy. Man, white girls know how to play the game. White girls know how to play the game. Sisters, y'all need to take notes from white girls, man. I'm going to tell you, man. They the sneakiest, most connivingest. They know how to play the game, and they don't mind. They're like, I'll take a little sexual harassment for a fistful of 20s. I mean, like, <laughs> sisters be like, why are you touching me? All right, here we go right here. Yeah, they will sue your ass in court, too, so be careful. I want what I want. She said, give me what I want. Okay, daddy. Okay, daddy, I got you. Get him, daddy. All right, uh-oh. And she was like, where's that money at? She was like, where them fists full of 20s? Oh, oh. <laughs> Look, she tried to pull away. She got her leg out, pelvis all. She not trying to make contact with the pelvis. She tried, he done squeezing the life out of her, man. God dang. Yeah, that brother's starving. <laughs> he squeezing the life out of that poor girl right here. He was like, you gonna want my money? Okay. Oh, you feel amazing. My God. All right. Yeah, look at him showing his teeth. Lord have mercy. It's too hot outside. Look at him. He looking at them saggy waggies. All right, Lord, he like, give it to me, man. And she's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here, here, here's your money. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> she just made a hundred bucks for that. That, that sexual harassment hug right there. Yeah, that brother star. And it don't look like he got teeth. Let me see if what, what he don't even have no teeth. There it is right there. What? Niggas always gotta show they teeth. <laughs> oh my goodness. This ninja don't even got no teeth to show. Niggas always gotta show they teeth. All right, yeah, she definitely ain't got no bra on. She definitely ain't got no bra on right there, but she made a hundred bucks for that nasty ass hug. Look, 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 she made a hundred bucks. Shout out to Cass. She's also one of our favorites. She's been featured on the Blue Chip Mindset several times. All right, boy, oh boy, ninjas are fi hey, fooling their money. Will soon shall what? Shall park? All right. What about this straggle right here? Let's go to Straggle Rock real quick. Uh, this woman apparently is an attorney, and she's out here deleting people and admitting it. Uh-oh, let's play the video. I went to Fresh Market and I just ran people over because I've been hearing voices in my head telling me to kill myself and to kill people. Okay. So I did it. And what did you, what did you do at Fresh Market, you're saying? I ran people over so, with my car. On purpose? On purpose. You know how many people? I don't know how many people, did but you? I accelerated so as hard as I could. Okay. How far did you go in school? I'm an attorney. 
You're an attorney? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've been hearing voices telling me to kill myself and to kill other, other people. I attempted to murder that woman. Well, confirm with the state attorney and they don't want to charge attempted murder right now. No, I want the attempted murder charge. You want the attempted murder charge? Yeah. Well... Because I tried to kill her. And I would like to walk out of here right now. You can't try to kill people then. I can try and kill you. That's not going to go well. Yes. It, it will go up. No, oh, my goodness. Jeez, man, boy. You never know who you're dealing with. These straggles are out of their mind, all right? <laughs> down that straggle rock. Lord, have mercy. This woman needs to. Now, that was pretty confident woman. Um, What I'm understanding here is it sounds like she knows that if she says attempted deletion, which she did, she actually tried to attempt to delete. She purposely ran people over. Now she knows if she can play crazy, she can probably beat the charge. So now she started talking about, I hear voices in my head that telling me to delete myself and others. Thus, if they give her the attempt deletion charge, she could possibly beat the case. So it looks like she's trying to move the move the chess pieces to fit her narrative where she's obviously crazy, loco, psycho. All right. And she's done it. She's admitting it on camera. She's doing it. Freely and willy, she's actually, um, you know, she's not, she's, she's not using her rights to, uh, what do you call it, to say what she wants to say. I can't even. But anyway, she's not honoring her Miranda rights. She's actually going to say, I don't care about the Miranda rights. And also, put this charge on me, and then I'm setting up my case already by saying, I hear voices in my head. Watch out for these witches out here. <laughs> All right, watch out for these witches, these people out here, man. The witch's brew is real. Let's go ahead and play it again quickly so you can see what's going on. I'm not playing I'm not going to sit down. I'm not playing games either. All right. What's going on? I went to Fresh Market and I just ran people over because I've been hearing voices in my head telling me to kill myself and to kill people. Okay. So I did it. And what did you, what did you do at Fresh Market, you're saying? I ran people over so, with my car. On purpose? On purpose. You know how many people? I don't know how many people, did but you? I accelerated so as hard as I could. Okay. How far did you go in school? I'm an attorney. You're an attorney. Yeah, see, there it is. He's an attorney. Um, guys, again, you guys, just because they have a certain profession don't mean you can't be crazy. Attorney? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I've been hearing voices telling me to kill myself and to kill other, other people. I attempted to murder that woman. Well, confer with the state attorney and they don't want to charge attempted murder right now. No, I want the attempted murder charge. All right, and so there you go right there. Um. The state attorney said, you're not going to get an attempt deletion charge. All right. And she's like, no, I want to get it. All right. Give, give it to me so I can beat this case by reason of insanity. Right. So you see her setting this up. So she has a deliberate, she has a deliberate attempt to delete people, hurt people. She does it. She carries it out. Then she has her defense already set up. AKA the divorce is planned before the wedding. Right. Mm. They know what they do. They know what they do. Watch yourself and protect your neck. All right, certainly a straggle. So we've had straggles and sniggles. Uh, we're going to go back to straggles. Apparently, what city is this? Lord have mercy, what city is this? Oh, man. By the way, she was clothed. She had clothes on. She was fully clothed. She was not nude. She was clothed. 
And uh, what city do you think that is? Everybody can probably pick it up. But, um, you know, the generation below us, man, you know, we've done stuff like this. I mean, I need, but we just didn't have cameras. But, guys, that's your future. I believe the children are our future. I think so. I think we can teach them well and let them lead the way. We can also show them all the beauty they possess inside and give them a sense of pride, of pride to make it easier. And we can actually hear the children's laughter. Mm. All right. I'm not going to show it again because, um, you know, people might think she might be not fully clothed. I could see she was wearing some undergarments, but that was definitely Atlanta. Atlanta, give yourself the L. How dangerous is that? Ladies and gentlemen, how dangerous is that to be able to perform this, this thing on the freeway? Um, and of course, racism, oppression, all right, reparations, uh, you know, any of these foolish arguments that we have out here. Uh, you know, uh, these women are, what do you call it? Um, the, uh, the other part, marriage material. Okay, uh, why these men don't protect us, All right, Whose daughter is this? By the way, whose daughter was that? Oh, I missed it. I missed the pause there. I was waiting for the pause. I missed the timing. Whose daughter? These young girls, they're babies. That's Atlanta. Trash. Yeah. These are the ones leading in the early terminations of pregnancy. These are your future wives out there twerking on a car outside with both the passenger doors open, the rear and the front. All right. And their front and rear is open too. I will tell you that. At least they're not in a strag mobile. And they're in almost traffic here. I'm going to try to get a pause here. I'm going to try to pause it. All right, uh, these are also the people that are going to, the backbone of the black community. The backbone, I'm going to try to get it so I, uh, it doesn't appear. Yeah, there he goes right there. All right, so I'm trying to get it. That's what I was trying to do. Take, take a look. Take a look, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. These are the people that, the future of the community. I bet you they already got babies. <laughs> it's the white man's fault. It is. And listen, listen, you know, I mean, listen, it's somebody's daughter right there. Boy, I tell you, man, it gets tougher and tougher for you brothers out here. It's getting tougher and tougher. But, uh, yeah, your future wives are out there doing it. How about this, guys? Have you ever been in this one? Let's go to some sniggles. Have you ever been in this situation? Uh, you, you do got a lot of white girls with black men here. Uh, but this is comedian Drewski. It says, uh, that friend that's overly aggressive in front of girls. You guys know that dirty Mac and Ninja. The guy that starts just trying to, you know what I mean? The girls, you're talking to a girl, and they start dirty macking you and, and doing things, hitting you, trying to pull rank all right because they're not getting attention let's enjoy this skit because it is pretty funny All right, so uh, we've all been in that situation. A lot of us have been in that situation. Do me a favor, hit the like button. We need a thousand likes. All right, give me that like real, real quick. We're putting on a great show. Uh, but the do too much ninja. All right, you know the guy that's going to try to, you know, listen, this doesn't happen that much when you get older. 
just so you know, when you get older, it happens a little bit less than this. There still is a lot of posturing and posing. Then it starts to be, you know, what color is your Bugatti? Then it starts to be that, right? All right, you ain't got a house, you know, these type of things. Then it starts to be more of a, a you know, uh, you've never been to France or Greece. Then it starts to be that conversation. That's how people try to embarrass you. All right, but now uh, back then when you're young and you got girls around, th- this ninja right here, right, he'll put you in the headlock and um and all of that stuff. And, you you know, the girls are generally into you and all that stuff. But, yeah, he come up behind you. <laughs> there he is right there for no reason. For no reason. You just chilling. You know what I mean? You just chilling, talking to the girls. And yep, there you go, right there. All right. These are the game ninjas. These are the mouthpiece ninjas. Right? These are what mouthpiece ninjas do. They will come up <laughs> and do some shit like this. Have you all hemmed up? <laughs> Here we go, right there. Look, dragging him. Yeah, look, look at my rare naked choke. Look at the girls. And by the way, guys, if you're this guy, the girls aren't impressed. All right, the girls aren't impressed by this. For some reason, oh, look, it's time to slap box. All right, slap boxing in the street. All right, yeah, this ninja, look, look. Oh, no, yep, look. Okay, he ain't getting no love. Oh, let me snatch your hat, ninja. Yeah, let me slatch your hat. Ah, uh, you know, embarrassed. It's crazy, ain't it? Dirty Mac and ninjas, man. They, there's ninjas like this on YouTube. Oh, let me take off my shoes. Let me yell. And, and, and dish your wardrobe, all right? And look at all the girls like, what? what, what, what what's going on? What? This is all masculine posturing and, and, and all of these things. It's fake faux alpha maleism. It's fake faux alpha maleism. You know what I mean? Like, this is not alpha, but he's trying to play the alpha, the dominant in the room. Like, I'll whoop your ass. Look, give me that, ninja. Yeah. Yeah, you bitch-ass ninja. Yeah, yeah. The girl's going to like me because I'm the, I'm the, yeah. Say something, ninja. Say something. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, you know, you all got to go through this, man. <laughs> Say it to my face. Yeah, bitch-ass ninja. Yeah, yeah, give me your shit. Yeah, oh, man, the dirty back of ninja. Oh, man, this crazy. Oh, what a world, man. Yeah, ninja don't got no game, but they think they got game. All right, speaking of this, Straggle and Sniggle Theater, let's take a look. Uh, we have a girl that says, uh, how I spent zero euros in Mykonos. All right. Um, let's go ahead and see what happened there. There she is in her bodysuit. I can pretty much figure out how she spent zero dollars, but let's find out how she spent zero dollars. Yeah, right there. Oh, no, say it ain't so. Not a Nigerian, brother. Brother. Niggas always got to show they Of course. It makes sense now. Eh. I made my boyfriend join my trip. Hey, we should go somewhere. We should plan a trip. All right, and you don't realize she's going to plan a trip and go shopping, and you're going to pay for it. But I don't pay, coach. I don't pay. I don't pay for women. I got game. She liked me for me. She don't like me for my money. I don't pay. Oh, brother. All right, how I pay $0. And, of course, there it is right there. And I know people, oh, it's just a skit, coach. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's 100% true, ninja. Yeah, you pay for that. I don't pay. <laughs> All right. All right, brother. Yep, you got caught up. And, hey, don't matter if you're six foot tall or five foot six, ninja. You still out here getting finessed. Still out here getting finessed. Oh, brothers, man. Hey, man, the money is good. I got money. At least he got the folder up. I hope he at least got a folder up like a love letter from the second grade. All right, good. And he carrying the bag. Oh, ninjas is out here, man. You know, man, look, the game has changed out here. They're openly 
bragging about being monetized. They're openly bragging about finessing you. They're openly bragging. I'm telling you, man, they now expose. And of course, it's just a skit. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. Lord, 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 Lord. We got to stay focused out here. We got to stay focused. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. Of course, the ninjas that are, oh, you know, these red pill guys, these ninjas out here. And we watching openly the sexual marketplace become monetized and women openly finessing ninjas. <laughs> Yo, just like, it's right in your face now. How can you deny it? Uh, we got, how many more straggles, sniggles here? Oh, we got enough. We got one more. And then we have a blue chip mindset moment to give you a little bit. We'll give you a crumb. Um, here is uh, a piece. I'm going to give you a piece of information that I don't think anybody's really giving it to you like this. But I'll give it to you after I play this video. Uh, watch the video. There you go. So, um, how fast you take have you take one of your own, I'm going to snap the camera in half. Okay, What's that? So you take one of your own, I'm going to snap the camera in half. Take one of what? It's a car, dude. Are you serious? No, he's just hella jealous, man. Oh. Yo, are we She's like, calm down. Is that your stock, That was the boyfriend. If you were in his shoes and your girl wants to take a photo with some guy's car, are you going to be pissed? Okay, so you saw the setup. They're going to go back through it again and show you how they got to this point um, in this in this creation, in this piece of content skit. As you can see, they have a nice vehicle there. It looks like a Lamborghini. I can't tell. It is wrapped very, very uh, ridiculously wrapped, but... Obviously, it's going to stick out. I think it's a Lamborghini, a Venador. It, it looks like it. But what you've seen happen there is that a woman approached them. And we'll talk about why women could be interested in men. People think if I get a fancy car, yeah. But I'm going to tell you how to get women really interested in you. You ready for this? It's a piece of info that not many ninjas have told you. But uh, the woman's interested in sitting in the car. She's not interested in the man. And she's also interested in taking a picture in the car not the men that own the car. So a lot of people will think, get, if I get a nice car, I'll get women interested. Yeah, you'll get them to be able to want to be in the picture with the car or to fit the, to drive the car. They won't be interested in you. Now, apparently, apparently in this video, the woman's boyfriend comes over and sees this. Now, there's a reason why the boyfriend's mad and starts mate guarding. All right, they start mate guarding. And there's a reason why, which at first I didn't catch it, but now I caught it and I can see why. So let's go ahead and see the entire interaction. And you can see why the Sniggle boyfriend got involved. Here we go. Can I get a picture of your car? Can I get a picture of your car if it's your car? Go for it. Uh, <laughs> What's up? It says I can't take a photo. You have no memory space. Oh, my God. Oh, how convenient. Yeah. Okay, no. Start deleting. So unrealistic. Just take a picture on Snapchat. Bad boys, bad boys. Okay, yeah, Snapchat. Snapchat. Here. Yeah. Here. We got you. You gotta get the car. Ready? Yeah. There you go. So, um, how fast have you got? If you take one of your own, I'm gonna snap the camera in half. Okay, What's that? So if you just take one of your own, I'm gonna snap the camera in half. All right, there you go right there. So, um, obviously, this sniggle has come on the scene, and he's upset. Now... I didn't catch it at first, but now I see what he was talking about. Now, it might seem still lame for him to confront the guys, but uh, the woman asked for the picture in the car. He, she got the picture in the car. But anybody know why that Sniggle boyfriend got mad? Anybody know why the Sniggle boyfriend got mad? All right. 
<laughs> it, it now makes sense to me why he got mad. At first, I didn't catch it. I was like, oh, I got it. All right. And um, he's that cheap-ass iPhone 4. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Now, here's the thing. She's dressed in nice jewelry. He's got her all dressed up. He's paying for her date. He's simping for her. He's paying. He's monetized her. He's paying top dollar. This has happened to me in nightclubs where men have paid for women and the women start talking to me and the man immediately came over to the woman and grabbed her. All right. Why did he check? Why did he do it? Uh, let me see. He heard Snapchat. It wasn't envy. It's actually very subtle. It's actually very subtle. What he was pissed about, what he was pissed about is that when the girl came over, her phone, her little cheap ass phone didn't have memory. You caught that, right? I'll play it again. It didn't have memory. Then she says, take it on Snapchat. From that point, something must have happened. And the other guys said he was going to take a picture with his phone. So he didn't mind initially taking the photo, her taking the photo, as long as it was with her phone. But her phone had a problem. So they start taking pictures with their phone. And that's when he stepped in and made guarded. All right. Now, all of it is kind of cool, uh, foolish to me. It's foolish that the guys kind of was like, yeah, come in and take a picture, right? They didn't check the scene to see if she was with the man. You should probably already check the scene. It was foolish for the boyfriend to come in and act like that, all right? It actually puts you in the feminine, and now the woman's got to explain, oh, you're going to fight over me? It's a whole mess. And women will put you in a situation where you might get stabbed, shot, beat up over some goofy shit like that, all right? So that's what he was mad at. And he came over and said, take a picture with your phone. I'm going to do what? I'm going to break it, right? So that's what he was pissed at. He didn't mind the other part. He probably had his ego shattered because he probably doesn't have a Lambo. I'm not sure. But she was interested in taking the picture with her phone. Her phone didn't have memory. And then he jumped in and said, you guys don't take a picture with your phone. I'll actually show you again just so you can see it. But all of this is just foolish behavior by young men. And this is how you ninjas get caught up. First of all, ninja simping for the girl. And the guy's using the car to get the girl. I'm going to give you something to listen, think about. Watch this. There you go. So, um, how fast you take have you take one? If you take one, you're going to snap the camera now. There it is right there. He says, if you take one of your own, I'm going to snap the camera in half. So that's what he was mad at. He repeats it. If you take one of your own, I'm going to snap the camera in half. So he wasn't mad. Well. He was already pissed that, that, that the girl, you know, was chasing clout and used these guys, used these guys, used their car. The ninjas got a $250,000, $300,000 automobile, and all they're getting is bitches that want to take pictures. We're going to tell you the one way you can certainly guarantee you'll get good female attention. But now he comes in, and now he wants to play tough guy. Now he wants to say, hey, now he wants to break people's camera. This is all sniggle energy this is all sniggle energy and even if you got the hot girl this is what you have to deal with a lot of guys think if i just get the hot girl i'm gonna be good but it's not getting the girl it's keeping the girl do you have gentlemen a lot of men think they deserve attractive women a lot of men think they deserve attractive women but can you handle an attractive woman an attractive woman most men cannot like, you'll turn into this guy because an attractive woman is going to get attention, 
very easily. It doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you're going, whether you're out at the daytime or not, or nighttime. She's going to get mad attention. And if your ego is fragile, you're going to find yourself in some effed up positions. Getting an attractive girl is one thing. Keeping one is a whole nother skill level. And a lot of guys that jump on the internet that say they have had attractive women, women, you obviously ain't seen them keep one. All right. Have you seen a man say he gets baddies? Have you seen them keep one? The answer is no. They always got to go get a new one. <laughs> All, right. All right. So take a look. You Now he's not secure enough to deal with the fact that his attractive. I know somebody's like, she ain't all that. Okay, all right. All right. And now, yeah, uh, somebody says she's a skeezer at best. Dude, she's community property. She's community property. But this ninja want to make guard community property. And she's already exhibited that she's community property. She's community property, fam. Hey, What's that? So you take one of your own against snap your camera in half. Car. Take no, one of what? It's a car, dude. Now you just hella jealous, man. Oh. That was the boyfriend. If you were in his... All right, I don't know which one the one that got beat up first, to be honest with you. I couldn't even tell. All right, but here's, a, here's a, something right here. Um, a lot of men, if you're a young man under 30, many of you will believe that if you get a nice car, nice car, you'll get attractive women, right? If I just had a nice car, coach has a 911, I bet you he gets attractive women. Well, there's a part of that, yes. But that is not the best industry for you to get into to get attention from a lot of women, all right? And a lot of men think that, but I told you this the other day. Take notes. You're going to get more compliments from men than you are from women. It's going to be like eight to one, eight to two, all right, if you, if you count it on a 10 scale. There are going to be eight men that compliment you and only two women that compliment you. I want you to understand this before you break your neck and you go out here and you commit crimes and you rob liquor stores so you can think you're going to get a nice car. You get a nice car, the most people that are going to open their mouths. I get men, when I ride on the strip, they're videotaping me. They're thumbs upping me. They're, oh, wow. Mostly men are going to give you attention. And if the occasional woman does, it's going to be a woman that wants to take a picture for Instagram. <laughs> All right. That's number one. They're not going to be like, hi. Now, if you get a woman, here's, the, here's how it works for you. If, a good, if you get a woman that's somewhat interested, then you get her in the car, then it's a, you have a better chance. Now, the next thing, same thing as fitness. In the fitness industry, if you're a dude and you are just got muscles and you leaned and ripped and, and, and you got the uh, physique that you can show on Instagram, most of the attention you're going to get are from men. They're going to ask you how you did it, why you did it. You're going to have hating ass men telling you you're on steroids. Um, if you even fe feature a woman in your video, women aren't going to come over there and pile in to watch the video. Men are. So uh, I know a lot of fitness brand males um, that do this. And when they have women, even when they have women in their videos, it attracts males. It doesn't attract females. Now, the females that are going to be in your DM are fat women. Fat. So mostly men. So if you just get your body up, yeah, it will help you with women, but the women aren't all of a sudden just going to pile in there. All right? It's going to mostly be men. Now, I'm going to give you the last one. What industry could you get in? 
Yeah, or ninjas correcting your squat form. Yeah, it's going to be men. All right, if you look at bodybuilding channels, mostly men. Mostly men. Now, <laughs> what industry that you could almost guarantee that you could get way more female attention than any industry at all? If you chose it and you went into it and it will all make sense, what... <laughs> What industry, what thing could you get into that you can almost ensure that the primary viewer are going to be women? What industry? Let me see if y'all can figure it out. Somebody's close to it. Frank Mula, you're close. Yep. Dicky Sacks, Dicky Fat Sacks, pause. All right. What industry that you almost guarantee? Almost guarantee. I see you, Frank. You guys are close. Not fitness training, no. Not lawyer, no. Celebrity, no. I mean, celebrity, kind of. Oh, Vino got it. Leo K got it. Dating advice, no. Tattoo artist, no. Here's the, here's, here it is. Fashion. Fashion. Yep, there you go. Ship jumper got it. You guys are on it. Fashion. Fashion. If a man is into fashion, whether he's in the female fashion or male fashion, it's a wrap. So that includes hair, makeup, clothes, shoes, slacks, dresses. Now, I'm going to make it make sense to you. I'm going to make you make sense to you. Fashion. You'll have a primarily female audience. Now, ninjas, you you can be like, well, that's gay. Look at Kevin Samuels was in the red pill. Right? He was over here. He was the one that had the most views. And every day he had a suit. And he had a very significant female audience. Now, he was also an image consultant. Now, I'm not, he's not the only ex- example. But the reason why women piled in and treated him, like, I'm in here in a black t-shirt. Women ain't really paying attention to me. But he wore a suit. He was talking about image consultant. He brought up dress size. He would talk about cologne and fragrances and candles. He would talk about uh, uh, um, type of shoes, boots. He would show his boots. Remember he showed his boots, <laughs> right? For some reason, women connect with men who are in the fashion. Now, I know some of just like, no, nah, I'm alpha. Most guys that preach alpha have a primary male audience. The alpha bullshit, the alpha roughneck, leather coat, you know, smoking a cigarette, cigar, Bugatti. They have a primary male audience. It's mostly men of a variety of men, beta men, recessed chin men, men that want to be alpha, AK. So the women aren't piling in to see no alpha shit. Now, will it matter when they're out in public? Sure, it could help. But alpha men, bodybuilders, ninjas with cars, they have a primary male audience. Women respond to fashion. <laughs> That's the bottom line. And even if your fashion is fashion for men, they will watch it. They're going to watch it. So if you said... All right, uh, put on this turtleneck and a sports coat and these shoes. Women, they're going to watch it. They'll be more likely to watch it than watching you smoking cigars next to your Porsche 911. 
It is what it is. It is what it is. I'm just letting you know. Now, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you that that's how it is. They're going to respond to it. If you know what, what Mac makeup is, if you know what that shit is, if you know what Sephora is, if you can take a woman and, and, and take her through Sephora, she's going to be melting in your... I'm <laughs> just letting you know. If you know how to take a photo, if you know how to take a photo and a woman sitting there and say, hey, listen, I have a history of photography. Let me take a photo and I know what light. Okay, uh, you should be facing the light. All right, that'll give you a better thing. Uh, what you should do is principle of thirds. And you can frame the photo. Rap. All right. Rap. For some reason, they're going to respond to you. So um, anyway, I just thought I'd throw that out there. That was just a little bit of information that I wanted to show you because it had to relate to that video. A lot of guys are doing things and you're doing it kind of wrong. You're, you're attracting attention that you think you're attack, attracting attention that's going to get you uh, women the cheap way. What you're going to get is cheap whores, right? That's what you're going to get. If you get a car, you're going to get cheap whores attention. That's what you're going to get. All right, anyway. All right, I'm waiting for your disagreement on that, but it's almost, listen, I've lived a long time. I've lived a long time. All right, anyway. Uh, yeah, if you do, I'm going to tell you, if you walk up to a woman and you smell her and you say, oh, I know what fragrance you're wearing. <laughs> you're right. What, listen, try it. Try it. And just learn two fragrances and be like, be like, hmm. I know what that is. Are you wearing and name a fragrance? And she'll say, oh, no, I'm wearing this. Have you smelled that before? Let me smell. Rap. Listen, I'm not trying to get y'all. I'm not teaching you what to do. I'm just telling you. But it, that'll be way better than pulling up in the Bugatti. All right. So anyway, let's get to the um, let's get to the next part of the show. But I got to get to the earlier contributors to the day show um, to contribute to the day show. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. He says those females were trying to shut him down. Again, are they on my show trying to shut me down? No. They are not going to pay attention to me. Right? They're not. They look at me and they're like, oh, that's another ninja in the t-shirt. Right? But when they got to his show, did they argue screaming? No. The first thing they did, hi, Mr. Samuels. They tried to at least engage him. They treated him. They didn't jump on immediately. They were like, you no good and feminine. They never did that. They started off and they tried to play nice. They started off immediately with the compliments and the nice treatment. Why? It has to do with the presentation. It has to do with the presentation. Now, later on, when he started undressing their ass and saying, you too fat and your dress size too big and you too old, then they had no other choice. But initially... He had the presentation. Anyway, y'all forgot about that. These things are very subtle, but, you know, a lot of guys will try to make excuses as to why to do it. And I'm not telling you to wear a suit either. I'm just telling you how they respond, <laughs> right? That's to tell you. They respond to certain things, and most of it is centered around them. If you make it about them, they'll respond. If you make it to try to pull them in, they'll probably be like, oh, all right, I could see something to use out of him. He got car. He got a nice car. He got money. Anyway, yo. <laughs> All right, anyway, look, I'm just wearing a T-shirt. Ninja, and this is an expensive T-shirt. Look at my shit. All right, <laughs> they don't care. All right, look, man, hit the like button. That's the first way you can contribute, but to contribute to the say the day show. Dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Bimo, Coach Greg Adams TV, PayPal is paypal.me. 
pinned to the top of the live chat on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel, and you can certainly super chat on the Notorious. New, 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 new world order. All right, what are we doing here? Shout out to um, SW. He says, you think being a leftist is better than being a moderate since they're taking a stand. Uh, the good question is, the, the good question is, um, that's a good question because I'm saying, is it being better? I'm not saying is it being better, but they're at least standing for something. All right, moderates tend to be um, completely, delu comp not delusional, distracted. They tend to make their, like a moderate will stand for nothing, but their their position is influential because last second, they won't pay attention to anything. And then last second, they'll take the last detail. But they won't read between the lines. They like they literally will be like, all right, because you got the leftists and the right. They're paying attention the entire time. Now, they're in a vehement disagreement, but they'll know more details. A moderate literally is picking their nose and digging in a booty. I mean, they ain't doing nothing. They just sit around, and then the last second, the last bit of detail will come out, and they will vote on that. They'll send the, t the country an entire tailspin. <laughs> right? They F everything up. They'll send everything into a tailspin. All right? And whatever that last thing they heard, is the what? That's the way they. That's the way they vote. They generally don't pay attention. As a matter, I mean, listen. That's kind of how people frame things for the moderate. Why do you think they do the last second crunch? For instance, for instance, remember, remember, uh, Donald Trump. I'm sorry, not Donald Trump. The Joe Biden, um, the Joe Biden laptop thing. The the whatever the laptop guy was, the laptop Hunter Biden. Now, they had already done a whole bunch of shit to try to sway people from thinking way up until that point. The laptop came out in October. That was going to steal the election if the laptop comes out. But they knew that laptop could not come out in October. So what did they do? They literally start to censor that. That was one of the biggest things that people were pissed off about. But before that, people were pissed off about 50 things. You had Black Lives Matter, you had the mask, you had COVID, you had early termination of pregnancy, you had student loans. The people who were paying attention were arguing, debating for a year and a half over all those issues. Everybody else was clueless. Nobody cared about either one either way because they were moderate. They were undecided. Well, I see that and I see that, I see that, and then they went about their lives. Now, when that damn laptop came in, they was like, we got to censor this because if people hear this, the moderate is going to cast their vote for Trump. They literally said, we got to not let the moderate hear that information. Because if they hear that, it will swing the election immediately. It would be over. The other stuff, eh, the lockdown, eh, all right, I don't care. Just wear your mask. Why are you worried about it? Conspiracy theorist. But that laptop, they had to shut that shit down. <laughs> right? They shut it down. Because that would have swung the election. So now, they shut it down. What happens? The moderate says, oh, it's a Russian, it's a Russian rumor. It's a Russian hoax. Boom. They went that way. That would have, that would have changed the entire election. Just that. And that came out last minute, last detail. All the other stuff didn't matter. <laughs> they didn't matter. They would have cared. That one detail would have swung it either way. So now it doesn't get exposed. Moderate chooses that way. That's the undecided. Anyway. Anyway, now, what was the other thing that would have swung it? You never know with them because they're not paying attention on a daily basis. They're not watching YouTube. They're not watching Instagram. 
All right. But uh, anyway, he said, that. <laughs> uh, but then when the information came out, the moderate don't care anymore. The damage is done. So now they're trying to put the information out. They put it out. Nobody cares. They're like, whatever. It is what it is. But shout out to the moderates. It is what it is. <laughs> right. The moderates don't dive very deep. Uh, anyway, what do we got here? What do we got? Uh, what do we got? Uh, we got, uh, let's see here. Where are we at? For some reason, did you delete that? You must have deleted it. Oh, Mystical Free Agent Lifestyle says, been a money mindset member since April, was watching an episode with 10x the normal views and noticed it. It was a local, a locals 304 episode. Normies do not understand that a strong money game makes normal game easier. Facts. It makes it easier. Uh, but a lot of guys don't, you know, the effort does not want to be made. People don't want to make the effort. JC says, I seen friends do that and actually get into a fight. He says, I think he was mad. She asked about the car speed. No, I think he, he was mad that we all saw why he was mad. All right. He didn't want them to take pictures with their phone. All right. Uh, Henry Resilient says, last night's stream was epic. My ex-mother, my ex's mother-in-law hated me for picking up my daughter today from preschool. Shaking my head. He says, like the stream, ninjas. Like the stream. Like the stream. But yeah, uh, yeah. If you're doing the right thing, they don't like it. And she probably already turned everybody at the daycare center against you. All right, MC Hamster says, Kanye did Kim's fashion. It's never enough. And nothing's ever enough. Yeah. See, getting women and keeping women are two different skills. Actually heard a good dating coach. Um, he was a dating coach. He was a PUA. But he explained this in detail. And I was going to use his graph, but he had all of his markings on the graph. And I didn't want to promote him. I'm very careful about who I promote. But this dating coach said that getting women and keeping women requires two different skills. And he kind of talked about how important game is in both of those. So he talked about how game is important getting the woman, but it becomes less important keeping the woman. All right. And I thought it was a great breakdown. So I, you know, I, I know I'm a, I know you think I'm against dating coaches, but I, I want people to get an entire message. Most people are just telling you how to get the woman, right? But that requires you to use more energy and time because you're constantly having to replace women and you're distracted. I think that's where you get it wrong. I got the mouthpiece. It was not Coach EO, but shout out to him. <laughs> All right, it was not Coach EO, but shout out to him. Shout out to Hodge. It was some white dude. I never heard of him. All right, I was Googling and moving around and I popped up his stuff. I never heard of him. It's not, uh, he's not a standard in the red pill space. All right, Hodge says, I went to my cousin's college graduation. There was a ninja out there with his camera equipment walking around offering to take photos. Kaylee's were lined up out the door. Photography is an easy lane. All right, and actually, yeah, um, if you are on my locals, I explained that I did photography as a hobby for a long time, and I showed my portfolio, and yeah, ninja, you got a camera, and women, they're going to they gonna jump on it like flies to shit. They're going to jump on it like flies to shit. They want to be, they want to be having pictures taken of them. All right, but anyway, uh, JC says, my boy set up a fake photo shoot at his apartment, and he's not a photographer. When 304s find out, they bring all kinds of outfits to post on the gram. Facts. I mean, I've been in there. I've been in that lane before. Strident Herman says, Coach, 
you described, you once described that as exercising the feminist, your allure is a blessing and a curse. It's men causing you issues, but that also proves your point. Men need correction. Yes, I kind of focus on men correcting uh, themselves, right? My, my, my message is never for women to correct themselves. Have you noticed that? I hope you guys have noticed it. I've never made a whole emphasis of women need to correct. Women need to change. I tell them where they messed up, but I tell where men need to correct. Now, here's the deal. There's no money to be made in that. There's very little money to be made in that. All right, so it's kind of the plight of my sensitive heart. It's the men that need to make the correction big time. So I focus more on, hey, men, we need to make this correction. Now, I call out where women make the mistakes. But I never be like, see, women, your feminism fooled you. And what you need to do is I never I never do that <laughs> because making them change and making them see things for the long term is a waste of your time. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of their time. It's a waste of everybody's time. They're not going to make the correction, not in a sense that they're going to give up any advantages that they've gained. I actually made a book about this, The Evolution. Once you go down there and open Pandora's box, it is. So men need to make the correction. Men cause the issues. Men have actually make, have to make the correction. All right, but anyway, Jedi says UK second largest city, Birmingham, now bankrupt. Cindy. All right, Rob Alamante says my roommate is an au pair. She said mothers are struggling here because they suck at parenting. Producing bad kids who drive them crazy. Yeah, we see that a lot. And I got to get over to PayPal. Thanks for being patient. All right. He says, I tell them all the time that feminism lied to them. Yeah. But do I, t do I tell them, hey, ladies, change right now. <laughs> right. All right. I tell them that feminism lied to them. Now, do I tell them as a result, tomorrow, this is what you need to start doing? No. I then say, Feminism lied to you. It's a wrap. <laughs> right. And people call me doom and gloom. I think, here's, the, here's what I think. It's a wrap for what most men actually would want to get out of relationships. It's a wrap. At this point, gentlemen, you have very few choices because the Pandora's box has been open. It is not closing. So just because I identified that they were lied to doesn't mean that I have confidence that they're going to change their direction. So what is my solution? Free agent lifestyle. Man, you make the change. All right, that's, that's not a change for women. That's not, a, that's not a call to action for women to change. De-evolution was not a call to action for women to change. It was a call to action for men to change. You see what I mean? It is what it is. But for what you guys want, that past, that American dream is dead for most men. Dead. It ain't coming back. And I also say, thanks for bringing that up. I also say there's five things that would make that change. Of those five things that would make that change, is any, are any of them women changing? See, I know you tried to, I, I appreciate the inquiry there. I appreciate the, the question because you were trying to call out maybe I made a mistake or hypocrisy. I said, men, free agent lifestyle. 
get your passport, start traveling. I said, de-evolution, here's the issue, where we're going, what is this going to cause? And then I said, there's only five correction events that are going to change this. Are any of these five correction events women? No. It had nothing to do with them changing. It was all the circumstances that would cause the change. So I was right. I'm not here to change women. I'm not here to show you this and get women followers to say, see, this is what y'all need to do to change it. All of them centered around circumstance. World War III, economic collapse of epic proportion, religious awakening, a plague, mass immigration. None of those require the woman to change. The circumstance changes, and then the women change. Mm. All right, it is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. All right, but anyway, too much here, but I, you know, I get it. All right, shout out to the actual King Smith says, Coach, these Mitch Ninjas, uh, that they have to hide and close your live stream around women, they shouldn't consider themselves free agents. No, because uh, I get a lot of my audience here, a lot of my audience here are still trying to double dip. They're still trying to double dip. They still believe. They still have hope. Some of you guys still have hope. I, I don't. I think we're going to a new direction, and you either change with it, like you change with it, you get purple pill, and you make concessions, or <laughs> or you find another way. All right, shout out to Mr. B says, Coach, drop the stream of the year last night. Damn, Coach, you were in your bag. I watched it twice. The mommy meltdown is top five for show. We appreciate the coach. Salute in the building. Thank you, sir. We got a couple more PayPals. I got to get to all of these brothers here. Newski. Newski says, I appreciate stuff more when I work for it and pay my way. So charge for the blue chip is good for me. He says, I look at the world differently since I discovered CGA. Shout out to you. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. We got Miles. I'm going to do like three more over here. Move over to Venmo. He says, Coach, there is a way, there is way too many un unattractive, obese women out here. We talked about the 80-20 rule for men, but it's the same for women. It's slim pickings, just finding a decent-looking woman that is thin with humility. Price is wrong, yeah. Well, hoflation is real. Uh, hoflation is real. All right, so it's leaving a lot of guys that work very hard with not a lot of good options. First of all, the top 20% of women are monetized. So let's take that off the table. If the woman seems to have achieved or been born with genetics, thin, fit, um, they're monetized. They're either going to model, uh, hoe, sugar daddy, escort, pawn themselves off to rich men, right? Uh, OnlyFans, uh, 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 try to go for the top 20. They're already off the table. They're off the table. Now, that's the top 20% of women. That's the nines and the tens. They're monetized. They're community property. Uh, look at Logan Paul. Prime example, Logan Paul. Now, go down. Now, what's left for a guy that is a late bloomer? Well, you can go back and date younger women that are monetized. <laughs> or you can go down to the eights who seem to have an overinflated ego. They think they're nines, right? Then you can go down to the sevens, the sixes, the fives. But by then, those women have hoflation affecting them too. So it's, it's, it's very, it, it gets tough for a lot of guys. That's where it is. Now, you got to find your lane and how to associate, right? That's all. But getting a woman just because, again, let's go back to this, right? Just so you can see, and I want to reframe this message for men. Check this out. 
Being a good person doesn't get you loved. Being a good person doesn't get you loved. I mean, we guys got to kick that. We got to kick that out. It can get you loved, but the woman's going to be highly subpar. Are you okay with that? You might be okay with that. A subpar woman for men in this marketplace will love a guy who's a good guy established, but she'll be a four, a five, or a six. Some people will be, hey, I, that's fine. And it could be a fine, it, it could work out you magnificently. Let me give you an example here just so I can show you. All right. Uh, people might not agree. Um, Which is not old. Oh, wait a minute. That's not what I want. Oh, I can't show. I showed you the example yesterday. There was that uh, Dominican, Spanish, black looking guy, and he was with a completely fat, obese woman. And he loved her, right? He was in, t- he was in complete love. Oh, man, I can't find it. It was in yesterday's thing. But he was in love, and he said, I'm going to settle right here. I'm going to take it. I'm going to take this mid-woman. And he was tall, lean. He had his good fashion clothes on, and he kissed that woman on the lips. Mm. Kissed her on the damn lips. <laughs> he was in love. He was like, this is it. All right. And it was all right anyway. Oh, man, I wish I could find it and pull it up because it shows you where the marketplace has gone. It just tells you where the marketplace is gone. I mean, it's just, it is our new reality. I don't think it's coming back. All right, so let me get this right here. No government ABS, uh, BH says, sad to see the Wednesday blue chip mindset show end. It's not ending. It's just moved. Shout out to you. I'm real, he says, uh, I've always said it was the best show on YouTube and was the one show I made sure I never missed. Shout out to you. And you've been a great supporter. And I think you're over on the money mindset, too. Kevin Sullivan says, good morning, coach. My ex-brother did the same fake alpha shit all the time, goofy ninjas. Guys, why get stabbed out there? Macaroni Tony, you ain't lying, coach. Being nice and even playing by the book gets you the bare minimum most often than not dictate or negotiate, but never violate. And this isn't a strategy for all men. Some guys, you're just going to be goofy and nice. Um, and you're going to get what you get and don't throw a fit. But uh, some guys want more and they want better. They want better. (laughs) They want better. And don't be ashamed that you want better out of life. Other people, they'll tell you, just be average. Can't you be happy being average? Why you work it? You know, I listen, I understand people like that. But, well, I don't understand them. I understand there'll be people like that, but never, never I. Zero fallout. Women will never change. Look at past civilizations. Even when men said they were going to abandon them, they didn't care until the barbarian came knocking. Then they needed a good man. He says, story as old as time for any rich nation. So don't think things are different, guys. We're living in this time. It's very tumultuous. Men are trying to figure out. Uh, there's guys like, well, women should, man, women shouldn't do whatever. They, women should do whatever they want to do. Uh, the days of shame are gone. The days of where you could throw the Bible or are gone. The days where you can tell them and instruct them or when they were property are gone. Those days are gone. All right. If a woman wants to do this, she can do this. If she wants to do it for a period of time, she can do it. These are all her personal choices. But to demand women to do these things and or control them is actually some beta male ass activity. And you're wasting your time. You're you're absolutely throwing time into the wind. That shit is just all right, and then some, some men are trying to get a collective of women to do it. We want all black women. Dude, you're wasted, brothers. Hold on for a second. 
Let me show you again. Trying to herd black women together to get to a common goal is like herding, herding kittens. Forget it. Mm. You, this is never going to happen. Not for the benefit of the community. What they want you to do is do what they want you to do. What We're going to do what we want you to do. That's their solution. They have a voice now. They're not property. They're not going back to uh, Coretta Scott King bullshit. They're going in and they're saying this is what we're going to do. They're actually a separate race. You know, Ice Cube found out as well. So Ice Cube found out the hard way. He went up there and tried to argue for black folks. And the black woman was like, well, what about black women? So, brothers, good luck. And using moral morality is not going to do it either. These women ready to twerk to Spicy Red. Um, um, my, by the way, I think that Megan the Fox, Megan the Fox, <laughs> Megan the Fox, Megan the Stallion and Cardi B basically going to come out with the second version of WAP. It should be released very shortly here. And it's going to drop on the community like a time bomb or the community. They about to set up the next nuke on the black woman. Y'all going to be making videos about this song, all right? The Manosphere, get ready. You heard it here first. They're about to drop part two to WAP. Shit is about to be a rap, all right? Y'all niggas going to be like, and what we need to do, man, shit, y'all. <laughs> it's about to be a nuke. But look, do me a favor. I need about a couple more likes. We're almost at 2,000 today for this fantastic, fantabulous stream. We got a little bit more entertainment, but uh, my second cup of coffee has caught up to me. So bear witness to this commercial. Many women say they are finding it very hard to find a man who makes as much as they do. But the country's declining marriage rate is due to the lack of financially eligible bachelors. Researchers say they are seeing a trend of women dating down, which what? means, you dating know, a man down. who... <laughs> this is just the reality of it. So women, you know, we're more educated now. We're going to hold off on the baby making. We're going to hold off until we get that great job. Really career driven. Mm -hmm. And I don't think there's anything wrong with hoping that there's someone either on your level or higher than you. So before, right, it was okay when the man made more money to be the one to buy everything, to do, you know, treat you and all this other kind of stuff. And now that you make more money, you can't be that one because you're dating down. Dating down. I hate that. What is that? If there's a responsibility that comes with making more money, accept it. You wanted to make more money. Right. You know, are you going to find many men out there that makes as much as you do? Actually, I can do bad by myself. Left to say. All right, time now. 5-11. Let's <laughs> We back in here with another YouTube live stream. Hey, man, appreciate the contributions, but I got to move on to the show. Masculine energy in women today, man. Uh, you guys have seen us have conversations. Testosterone levels at an all-time low. Food that men are consuming, potato chips, hot Cheetos, sunflower seeds, Doritos, all right? The energy drinks, a lot of this are lowering the, a lot of these things are lowering the um, sperm count of men. Sperm count is going down. We actually have men today have the lowest testosterone levels than any man in the history of the United States. Much of it is because we're inactive, and much of us are we just focusing most of our attention towards women. So the correction needs to be made our way. However, we're seeing more and more women adopt masculine behaviors. In fact, they're still trying to get us to be impressed by their masculine behaviors, a.k.a. 
A moderate male might say, well, what's wrong with a woman going out there and working? I find it to be empowerment. I don't mind if my wife starts X, Y, and Z, right? But they're saying that only because they see a financial gain, right? Oh, she's smart. She's intelligent. Maybe uh, if she's a lawyer, my offspring will be a lawyer. Uh, you're probably going to get divorced, highly likely, because career women and educated women highly likely going to divorce you over a uh, stay-at-home mom. The rates are outrageous of a career-oriented woman. She's going to highly likely divorce you, right? So you're thinking about it from your selfish goals, but when you do this and take on a woman that has sort of masculine traits and you select on these masculine traits, traditionally masculine, you find yourself henpecked. You find yourself being a bozo. You find yourself with the same problem. And not only that, you multiply that across the board. Much of, much of men are having the same problems with them right so watch this watch this this is uh this is uh an example oh you know what Bef listen i was supposed to give you a blue chip <laughs> i was supposed to give you a blue chip we'll do it later i'm gonna move it to later on in the show all right because i meant to do this but um uh my break actually uh made me forget so i'm gonna move it later on to the show let's stay on this subject matter listen to this young woman right here um She's not my type. She's not my type. Uh, but uh, let's take a look at her here. Take a, take a look. And I want you to listen to what she's doing, how she's communicating. But she's communicating her frustrations about men and dating. Now, what I see as an older male, this is a significant oxymoron. Like, this does not make sense to me. It does not compute to my bonobo brain system. But a lot of guys, this computes too, especially if you're under 35 or 30. What guys will do is they'll accept this type of woman and then find themselves in an open relationship. They'll find themselves in a polyamorous relationship. They'll find themselves moderate. They'll find themselves against red pill. They'll deal with her, right? Because they're too scared. They, they're wusses. But I want you to listen to this with your male brain and tell me that this woman is going to get what she wants or is asking for. This is this is mind-blowing video. Let's go ahead and play it. Steak to see if you got some fucking home training, hoe. If you take a female on a date, she orders steak, you cut it. The fuck? They pre-cut it, then you cut it. Be a gentleman. Be the gentleman. You trying to gently touch on this ass? Do the work. Do the work. We going on multiple dates. You want some ass from me? We going on multiple dates. We putting in effort. Bitch, we doing what we got to do to get some ass. Fuck home. I've been going on dates for the past two weeks. When I say I'm not satisfied, this what the fuck I got to choose. When you take me on a date, you open up my fucking door. You open up the door. You pull out the char if it's a char, and you cut my fucking steak if it's a steak. I'm always going to order a steak to see if you got some fucking home training, hoe. If you take a female on a date, she order a steak, you cut it. The fuck? They pre-cut it, then you cut it. Be a gentleman. Be the gentleman. You trying to gently touch on this ass? Do the work. Do the work. We're going on multiple dates. You want some ass from me? We're going on multiple dates. we putting in effort. Bitch, we doing what we got to do to get some ass. Fuck home. Ooh-wee! Well, I don't know what about this. She thought, or what audience she was going to reach, she reached a significant audience. She has 21,000 likes on this video. So she has 21,000 strags that certainly identify with what she's talking about. 
can relate to her. You have a big population of people here that can relate to what her frustration is. And of course, some people in the comment section certainly called her out for her masculine behavior. I mean, just take a look at this gentleman. See, this is why, and these aren't representing all women, but this does represent a lot of women, right? A lot, not all, but a lot of women either think like this and or even talk like this. I already told you, man. Gentlemen, I don't have any hope for this change to come, right? This is a young generation of woman. I think she's probably under 30. She certainly is a baby mama, right? I mean, this woman's completely frustrated. And not only that, she has the ability to broadcast this out to a great audience. Now, there's a lot of things wrong with this video, but just the masculine energy, the masculine energy where I'm seeing what is she expecting? Talking like this, acting like this, behaving and displaying herself like this. What do you honestly expect? At best, let's just say she gets a man that does what she wants to do. At best, this dude would be a simp. She looking for a weak male. She's not looking for a leftist or a right-leaning, not a guy that's taking a stand. She looking for a moderate ninja, a ninja that's going to think he's doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing. She, she looking for a dude to straddling the fence. A dude that can't make decisions. A dude that's going to be dictated to. Without even getting what something back, right? So she's going to find a guy. A guy that's just kind of just weak. Ain't making no decisions. He ain't never seen a red pill or a blue pill video. Uh, if he's heard about it, he might say, oh, them red pill guys. That This is the type of guy she's going to get. At best. She, but she don't, he, he don't know the difference between nothing. At best. If the guy will take a stand, if the guy is like, oh, hell no. She ain't getting that guy at all. Is she ever going to get anybody that would buy her a steak and then cut it? Mm. No. But what she is, is she going to reproduce at rates that Margaret Sanger would roll over in her grave and come out there to try to stop. She's going to get ninjas that has been, and she's already probably have this. Ninjas that are going to leave their salami in there, low-grade ninjas, Mac ninjas, mouthpiece ninjas, all right? That's who she's going to get, and they're going to skeet in her guts and produce more like her. See, what you need to do is have a survival of the fittest mindset and let these people, let the weak die out. But we let this person continue to reproduce. And this is where I tell you the change needs to be in men. You can't be tolerating this on any level. But, of course, these red pill guys, right? All right? So you can't tolerate this behavior. You need to weed this behavior out by not procreating. But of course, ninjas only think getting puss, it makes them a man. So they keep procreating with the beast like this. See, I'm not trying to change women. I'm trying to change the men to try to keep arguing the point that masculine energy in women should not be reproduced. But ninjas won't take a stand. So they keep reproducing with this. And then keep complaining. We create the problem and then we complain about the problem. I'm telling you now, this should not be reproduced with. We have control over this. But what you want to do is control the behavior. It's too late. You can't control the behavior. She sees no wrong in what she's saying. She sees no wrong in what she's doing. She sees no wrong that she probably been ran through more times than the Holland Tunnel. She don't know. She's ignorant. She probably have been raised by the right people. She's been raised in poverty. 
Now she wants to be rewarded by you swooping in with your bag because she's going to give you a little badussy. This needs to be weeded out. This is masculine behavior. It's kind of like, have you ever heard in situations? Have you ever heard this in situations where, but by the way, just sexually engaging with her keeps this going because it confirms that she's right. Now, this is kind of how women work. But uh, people who have, and listen, people who have uh, uh, dogs, they might train dogs, and sometimes the dog will bite them, and they'll say, well, we need to put the dog down, <laughs> right? And people will like, no, why are you putting the dog down? Well, the owner says, well, the dog has bitten me, and the owner knows, well, if this, this behavior isn't corrected, the dog will think that the, the dog is dominant over the owner. Therefore, we'll keep biting. The dog will never listen or train. Once the dog snaps at the owner, growls, shows their teeth, and bites the owner, it's a wrap. Right, it's a wrap. Therefore, they're no good in order for they're no good for any owner at that point. So sometimes they gotta just be like, you know, I'll put them down. Now it's sad, but it is. That's how it works. They can no longer be trained. They can no longer they they can no longer come back, right? They some people believe this. So they say we gotta we gotta make sure this dog they won't even let that dog procreate anymore. They won't even let that dog have babies. <laughs> right? They'll be like, no, nah, this dog can't have any babies. They, won't, they will take them off of the stud marketplace. They will take that dog off and prevent that dog from procreating and making more babies like that. Look it up. Look it up. They'll do that. They'll say, nope, this dog right here has a vicious baby. It cannot procreate. Now, we do the opposite. Wherever we see fault, we see men that have hope that they can change the behavior. Thus, over the years, we saw a little bit of masculine behavior in women, but we still, um, we still went in and we said, okay, we'll accept a little bit, and they just kept moving the line. Now it's worse. Now it's here. Now we're at this point. It's out of control now. <laughs> right? Look, look at the interaction and engagement. You cannot tell them, you cannot tell them that they're wrong now. But the only way to do it is to correct by not associating. That's the only way you do it. But you cannot, you cannot tell most men. They're going to still go in there. You can't fix her. I've been going on dates for the past two weeks. When I say I'm not satisfied, this what the fuck I got to choose. When you take me on a date, you open up my fucking door. You open up the door. You pull out the char if it's a char. And you cut my fucking steak if it's a steak. I'm I mean, this is essentially bully behavior. I mean, I, who, who is this, this, this going to work on? What man is out here desperate enough to sleep with this person? What man is out here desperate to procreate with them? Who? Always going to order a steak to see if you got some fucking home training, hoe. If you take a female on a date, she orders a steak, you cut it. <laughs> like, I mean, who do you think you're talking to? Who do you think men are? That's the question. Who do you think men are? Like, who do you think men are to you? Where you're just going to berate a stranger you don't know. You better put on my chair and put Like, who in the world? <laughs> wow. But she's serious. You better put on my chair and cut my steak. You better pull on my chair. <laughs> The fuck they pre-cut it, then you cut it. Be a gentleman. That's gentleman behavior to her, where she dominates the guy. 
where does where is this in the book of love? Where is this in the book of dynamics of relationship? But in her mind, this is the energy. Be the gentle man. You trying to gently touch on his ass? Do the work. Do the work. We going on multiple dates. You want- Hell, we going on multiple dates for the first time in your life. You're gonna go on multiple dates before you give up sex. Got it. You want some ass for me? We going on multiple dates. We putting in effort, bitch. We doing what we gotta do to get some ass. We do it, Oh my lord, Jesus, man, this is sad. Fuck on. Wow, look at that. Like, fuck on. Now, who possibly is this going to work on? Sad. <laughs> sad, man. We living in sad times. That Now, this could be broadcasted out. I, I just want to see the comment sections. <laughs> All right, we do have a lot of negative comments and reactions to her, obviously. She wants a gentleman, yet she's masculine, uh, laughing my ass off like girl by. And that's from a woman. A woman says, super masculine. I'm wondering what the responses are. All right. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, there was a lot of confirmations on that one. All right, despicable. It's disgraceful, but we've allowed this. Hey, there's Anthony Brian Logan. Shout out to you, brother. He says, I have never in my life cut up a grown person's food. What the hell type of request is that? All right, you're not even a gentlewoman. I ain't never cut a big steak. That's the thing. Fellas, this shit, he says, we got to deal with in America. Exactly. Ninjas is asking for passports right now. All right, so... We're getting a lot of ratchet response right there. Uh, man, holy moly. Maybe if she wasn't so masculine, she would actually get some chivalry. Okay? This woman, act like a lady if you want a man to be a gentleman and learn how to say door and chur properly, shaking my head. Okay? But I think this is the evolution of the masculine behavior. Like, this is the last, this is the last gatekeeper of the masculine behavior. Right. Well, because we allowed the body count conversation. We've allowed them to shame you for not asking body count. We've allowed it. We've allowed every masculine attempt for them to um, benefit from masculinity, um, a.k.a. cherry pick. We want to work. We want to work. We want to be CEOs. We want equal pay. We want what? And then we allowed it, allowed it. And then that's the gate. That's the last final boss of masculinity. Now this is what happens. Let me give you another story here. I went to a WNBA game recently. It was Saturday night. I was chilling. I saw the WNBA game playing. I was like, let me go to the game. Of course, I sat next to a fat and happy couple. All right. Fat and happy. And this dude had him a girl. He had him a married. He was married. But he was a total beta. All right. He was totally henpecked. And the woman was loud as hell sitting next to me. I was like, oh, my God. Super annoying. But she was having fun. And then I sat next to an older woman. She has season tickets. So I'm just sitting there. And. The woman says to me right at the beginning of the game. This is when you know they cherry pick masculine qualities. She says these women should be getting paid equal pay. Now, I've coached women's basketball for near 20 years. So I know a lot of people in the industry. Now, I coach women's sports. I don't think women should get paid equally. I don't. There's not even. I'm just using logic. Now, when I heard it, I was like, oh, shit. So, you know, I couldn't stand it. You know, I couldn't stand it. So, I immediately asked her again to repeat it. Now, I wasn't going to start a fight. I was just going to show her a different way to look at it. So, she says, and we need to get these women paid equally, like the women's soccer team. So, I was like, oh, that's perfect. So, I says to her, because she's talking about the women's basketball players need to get paid equal to the men. 
Now, we've heard all the kind of arguments as to why to put that fire out, but you have to understand with women, they don't hear those arguments because it doesn't impact them. Like, well, they don't have the revenue. Uh, they don't have the TV, the sponsorship. They don't have the attendance. They play less games. They don't hear that. What you have to do is make it impact the person saying it. And I said, interesting. I said, well, in order for them to get paid equally, the ticket, the seat you're sitting in right now would be $800 today. Hmm. Now, you can say, hey, they don't make layups. That doesn't impact the person saying it. With women, you have to impact them immediately, and the best way to do it is to impact their wallet. I said, interesting. Do you know that the seat you're sitting in would be $800 today if, you, if they got paid equally? And she immediately, mm, immediately canceled the equal play argument. Immediately. And it was over. She was like, oh, well. And I was like, yeah. Gotcha, bitch. <laughs> what are you doing? That seat you're sitting in, and we're almost front row, is 50 bucks. It was 10 bucks four years ago. However, if you want them to get equal pay, you realize every seat in here goes up 50 times. You goofy bitch. And she was like, oh. And I was like, oh, are you going to pay $800 for this seat every game? So you get to come to this game for 50 bucks. All right, but you're not going to pay 800 bucks a game. All of a sudden, your attendance is going to dwindle. And she was like, hmm. See, with women, you got to make it hit their pockets immediately. And I said, in, in men's basketball, if we're sitting in this seat, it's $800 just for the day. Just for one game. And you don't do that. So that's, that's how you have to treat women. You have to make sure they understand. Oh, you, because making, the, making the, the argument that they suck at basketball is not going to work. Right? That's not going to work. Making the argument that the uh, arena is half empty is not going to work. Making the argument that, um, you know, because I've been around women's sports for a long time. You got to look at their pot. You got to make them affected right now. All right. Today, this will cost you eight times, ten times the cost. And we would have to pay the cost. The cost of them getting equal pay, we pay that. And she didn't have shit else to say. No. Nope. Like, there go your equal pay argument right there. All right. So um, you got to understand these attempts to try to equalize men, cherry picking them by just getting the outcome. You got to understand how the outcome affects the individual. Otherwise, it's you're talking to women like they blew in the face. She ain't paying and $800 times two because she had her blue pill ass husband next to him. That's $1,600 today. Are you going to pay it? Nope. Mm. She ain't going to pay it. So they don't need equal pay. <laughs> All right. And women will stop going to the game. This arena will have 10 people in the, in the arena if they got equal pay and there's no more equal pay. All right. Next one right here. Next one. Let's listen to this young lady right here. Uh, who is this? Uh, here we go. Absolutely love when these kind of black males say stuff like, oh, we don't date black women. No, hun, black women don't date you because let's just keep it a book. Like, let's just keep it honest. The black males that act like they don't date black women are just the black males that black women have passed up on for years because something is wrong with them. Come on now. Black women don't date you. It's not the other way around. I absolutely love when these kind of black males say stuff like, oh, we don't date black women. No, hun, black women don't date you. All right, this is a good masculine argument. 
And um, it's a good, fair argument. I'd like to open it up to you guys to make the call on this one, especially you brothers. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, and she thought she did something there. She did think she thought she thought she thought she did something. So what her case is, she's like, hold on, let me take a drink here. <laughs> what she's saying is, you goofy ninjas, you lames. You ninjas with no game, you anti-pookies, you red pillars, you passport bros, you SYSBMs. The reality is you want us, but you can't have us. That's why you don't date black women. (laughs) I'm thoroughly entertained because I wouldn't let this woman even in my neighborhood. I'm thoroughly entertained as the logic they keep coming to as opposed to what you guys want. What do you guys want? Do you guys want a fit feminine woman? Well, we're going to not give you that. We're going to fight you to the nail. <laughs> okay, we're going to fight you to the nail. We're going to fight you to the cows come home. And we're then going to say, well, we don't want you ninjas anyway. Only to be complaining about the passport bros. Only to be co- complaining about the red pill. Right? Later on, down the line when she's 40, two baby daddies, then the dudes that she say couldn't get hurt, and don't like her only because she didn't like them. Well, these the ninjas that's supposed to be the stepdaddies, right? Because we know what's going to happen. She right now is in a position where she's in her prime. She has selection. And she keeps selecting pookies. And she's hearing a lot of conversation about black men would never date her. Now, so she turned it around and said, well, we would never date you anyway. Uh, Listen, takes one to know one. You know, it's kind of like a juvenile conversation. <laughs> it's a very juvenile conversation. Right. And this is why, you know, the black number, the black race is going to thin out. I mean, it, nobody has to do anything. The Ku Klux Klan doesn't have to do anything. The Proud Boys don't have to do anything. The, the, the fact remains that masculine women are weeding out the black race numerically. I mean, exponentially. Uh, every 25 years, the number keeps dropping. All right. Because masculine women. Now, you go, again, the guy that tried to say, well, you tell women feminism messed them up. Again, I don't have any hope. I also tell you to get out of the black community because there's no hope. I don't tell these women to change. I don't tell these women to change. I don't say, man, what the black woman needs to do. I say none of that. You ain't, you can't find one woman, one video of me saying that. You can find 50 videos of me saying, get out. You can have 50 videos of me saying I support interracial dating, right? There's no correcting this. The cat's out of the bag, Ninja. It's it's gone. Send it. Now, you can make minor corrections. You know, Kevin Samuels tried to make minor corrections, all right? But his correction were somewhat, they had a flaw in it that I detected a flaw. It was their own personal uh, flaw that I detected, meaning that he was targeting a lot of Generation Xers and Millennials to marry, and it's way too late for them. It's way too late. You need to focus on Gen Alpha and Gen Gen X, just like the Reading Rainbow community does. The Reading Rainbow community never tries to convert older people. They try to convert children, right? You need to get to the schools. You need to get into the community. You need to get the sexy red and spicy, icy, spicy. All right, you need to get to WAP. You need to get to the generation. Expo- That's who you need to make the change, right? Not old-ass 35-year-old people marrying together after they're in pounds of debt and fat and overweight. And you're trying to convert masculine energy into feminine energy. It's too late. You wanted to make the correction, start with the kids. All right. So this is always a loss. This is already a lost cause. That's why ninjas is boarding planes, going on a passport with their passport. They're getting the hell up out of here. 
All right, so uh, here, here's where we're at. This is where I'm at. I see no need to correct this woman. She's gone already. But this type of energy is going to cause uh, a generations of problems. Generations. Because let's just keep it a buck. Like, let's just keep it honest. The black males that act like they don't date black women are just the black males that black women have passed up on for years. I mean, <laughs> she's right. But the guys figured out real fast that that's not going to be an audience for them. Right. And so this type of masculine energy, guys figure out, I don't want that. Right. But it did might start with her not wanting us and her piling in the back of a Cadillac Escalade getting throttled by drug dealers with Latrell Spree Rail rims. We remember that. I remember that when I was a youngster. When I was a youngster, I remember women going for that. Now I can see these bitches on Facebook and Instagram talking about they deserve a good man. 25 years later, it's a different song. And they're saying, well, you're a good man, and why you don't believe in love? And who hurt you? Yeah, it's the same old tap dance, and these women in the next 25 years, this is going to be disastrous, all right? But they didn't give up their masculine energy, but it mattered. Now she wants to tell me I can trust her. Well, ma'am, here's the deal. You might think that I can trust you. You might think I'm a fall for the bullshit, right? You might think that I'm one to trust a, a woman down in my 40s, well, ladies and gentlemen, here's what I'm going to tell you, gentlemen, and you should follow suit. I know a venomous, poisonous snake when I see one. And I know never to trust the venomous, poisonous snake. I know a masculine woman when I see one. Never, never. <laughs> now get on the bed and let me clap them cheeks and you go home now. <laughs> right? I don't care what she got to say. All right. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Yo, don't tell me this ain't the best edutainment on YouTube. All right. Yeah, <laughs> I know a snake when I see one. Hey, let's get to the next video. I'm bringing props in in 2024. I'm bringing props in in 2024. We going to have the best entertainment here on YouTube. All right, let's get back to the show. All right. All the haters are going to be trying to clip that today, but all you're going to do is build my audience up. We're going to make this a show. All right, let's get to the next woman right here. Let's get to this woman right here. Hold on for a second. All right, here we go. Okay, but how do men date women so much younger than them? Like, how do you guys keep doing that without feeling super creepy? Because I feel creepy just relating to Olivia Rodrigo's music. Okay, but how do men date women so much younger than them? Like, how do you guys keep doing that without feeling super creepy? Because I feel creepy just relating to Olivia Rodrigo's music. Okay, all right. So, guys, when you hear this, this is masculine behavior. So what you're hearing her is now that she's older, she's going to shame older men for wanting to date younger women. And what this is, is her not acknowledging the fact that men are probably naturally attractive to younger women. Now, you do have some ninjas that like soggy women, right? You do have some women, men that like low hanging fruit. You have some men that just simply have a preference. That, that's fine. All right, don't tell me that they're better, though. You listen, I like a woman with a little, you know, you're going for Derrick Jackson. You're going for Derrick Jackson. She's also leaving out the fact that women naturally are going to date 
men that are slightly older or all the way older. Most women experiment with that. And this starts in middle school and goes all the way up until they're in their 30s. And then they start trying to turn the damn thing around. She never had criticisms for Sex in the City that portrayed a young woman with a very older man. I think his name is Mr. Big or Biggs. Where's the shame for that? That was part of their whole thing. But now she's trying to come out here and say, now that she's in her 30s, why do men, why are men attracted to younger women when that's been almost always the case for, for, for millennials, for, for millennials. Now she's trying to say, I can't cope to who? Olivia Rodrigo? Who the hell is that? See, here's the thing. No man is trying to relate to somebody's music. Most of the time, no man is trying to have deep, deep conversation. Some men need deep, deep conversation with women because they've been growing up with women all their lives. They, they're mothers, right? They, they, they like deep conversations with their, their mammy. But most men know that there's really no value in deep, deep conversations, all right? Ninja's putting on his common sense hat, right, his common hat, and they got incense, and they got neo-soul music in the background. I just want deep conversation with a woman. Why would I waste my time? Like, why would I waste my time talking to her deeply, connecting with her? There's only one thing I want to do that's deep. All right, anyway. But I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, this type of inner attacks against men that, that this woman no longer has an advantage, so she's going to attack the guy for doing it. Uh, 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 the only language that we need to know is body language. Let me hear your body talk. Your body talk. See, now you don't have the advantage to date older men or the older men that you date now are going to be 55, 60. You don't want that. You don't want that. So now let's shame the guys that now I no longer have an advantage of. Like, what the? What? Like, this, this is all masculine energy, and ninjas need to put that shit out. But, of course, it's going to be that one guy. I'll take a soggy woman. I'll take an old woman. All right, go ahead. I mean, you know, this is what happens. Ninjas don't take a stand. All right, and the correction doesn't need to be done with the women. Men can easily correct this bullshit and get things right back on track, but they won't because men are competitive. Now, now we're not supposed to find value in younger women. Okay, but how do men date women so much younger than them? What? I mean, how is that even a question? How is that even a question? How do men date younger women that are so much younger than them? Look at your sexual resume. How did that happen when you were 22? Because it happened, <laughs> right? You can't tell me it didn't happen. You can't tell me all her life she dated guys her age range. Didn't happen. At some point, you jumped on out there, right? And it made it work. And you fornicated with this gray beard old ninja. It, it happened. Now, how did that turn out for you? Well, you probably didn't win. Or you probably was just another thing you experimented with. Oh, you didn't find value in. But you didn't find you didn't win dating men your age either. You still out here stuck and single. So it wasn't the fact that he was older. And maybe it has something to do with you. Maybe somebody doesn't see any value past three dates. It's not that because they're older or younger. It's because it's something that's wrong with you. You got a whole history of failure, not one piece of success. And you got something to say out here. The only way you change this masculine energy, this, this, this constantly attacking the guy for doing something that you've already done and that is seemingly natural, that everybody should understand. Now, you, now you're going to come at guys because you're not going to win. It's absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous. But the only way you do it is stop associating with them. All right.
How about this lady right here? Shout out to this lady. We got another sister. I had to give black women a break because if you show three videos in a row going in on them, they get their, their insecurity start showing. So I had to show a white girl just so you can see that I'm impartial. I think asking me my body count is the quickest way to talk yourself about some coochie. Man, they got one move. They got one play. Let's continue. I mean, again, you guys want to sit around and correct women? Good luck. I wouldn't even waste my time. Let's continue. Because I absolutely am not giving it to you right. after you ask it. And the the this this weird obsession with having a low number doesn't make sense to me because <laughs> nothing makes sense to you. This weird obsession? Wow. You mean this obsession has been around for at least 3,000 years? 3,000. It's not until recently that you came in with your masculine energy and talked men out of finding value in this or not finding value. All right, now, we're going to hear her point on this one. I'm actually interested as to why, why she finds it weird. All right, let's continue. Because, like I said before, at the end of the day, do you want a surgeon who's only done one surgery? See, guys, you're sitting around trying to get this corrected. The problem is it's already it's. She already been ran through more times in the Holland Tunnel. It's confirmation, confirmation. But she wants you to double down on stupidity and, and, and wife her up. She wants you to pay for her steak and pull out churr and cut her steak. But she already done. Like, yo, like, uh, Lord, help me. <laughs> okay. Do I want a surgeon that has only done one surgery? Yeah, let's compare that to SAGs. Oh, yeah. Let's compare that to wife material. That, that's right. All right, continuing. Nope. No, you don't. You want a surgeon with experience, yes or no? Nope. So when you ask these women what's their body count, you're looking for someone who has a low one, and then all you're going to do is run back and tell your homies about how she can't suck dick, how she can't arch your back, how she can't do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, yeah. Why? When you well, listen, see, they're trying to make holes into housewives. They, uh, young men, are you under 30? Listen to me. We used to say you can't turn holes into housewives. Now, this girl saying I'm proficient in sex and I want to be a housewife. I want to be a mate. No, 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 no. You always going to be a 304. And if I want somebody to arch that back, drop that neck and all of that. It's barbecue in there. That was what's for the whole economy. That's what, what skeezers were for. That's what hoes were for. That's what, and we know where to find them. But y'all trying to now uh, move from the whole market into the regular market, right? No, 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 no. <laughs> Come on, man. What are we doing? You can have a woman who knows what she's doing is going to be able to please you. So can we stop this whole? That's what a 304 is. All right, but let's continue. Weird, weird obsession with the low body count. It's weird, right? It's weird. This is weird. Why are we obsessed with this? I mean, it's literally biblical. So, so much for the black church, the black church community. I mean, there is a reason why you don't want your wife to have had that much experience. And the reason why is that is because if there's turmoil in your relationship or potentially she has been learned how to get throttled, then when you marry her and there's turmoil, there's dissension, there's misunderstanding, confusion. Sometimes you guys are learning how to please each other. 
What will happen is if she's impatient, she'll know what to run back to. That's in the scripture as to why premarital sex was not um, something that women should engage in primarily. Men as well. But that was the reason why. It didn't make you dirty. It didn't make... The reason why is once we get into a covenant, a commitment, and we become equally yoked, the fact that you know how to be a skeezer is going to influence your behavior with your husband. So soon as now the shit starts going wrong, you easily going to jump out there and go get your insides pussy, your esophagus. That's why God did not want premarital sex. That engagement that her experience is going to make or break your relationship. In fact, you can even show you, I showed you data, women with more than six sexual partners have a higher risk of divorce because they have this experience, they have this knowledge. It's as old as the story of Adam and Eve. It is what it is. And then paternity issues. As you can see, these are the very things that inflict the black community, but the community at large in America. Paternity fraud, Women naming kids the different last name, single motherhood, all right? 304 of them, skeezerism, it is what it is. Now, I'm not a spiritual person. I'm not a Bible thumper, all right? But I do know Adams 316 says, I'm the best edutainment here on YouTube. Go ahead and hit that like button. It's as simple as old as time. Now, here's what you guys are doing. You're trying to now go against God and nature and man. God, nature, man, stick with that. There's no sick obsession with women with high, with high body counts. It's as old as time. Women with high body counts highly are probably going to influence whether the child is yours or not. It creates sperm, sperm wars. It creates confusion. It creates jealousy. It creates dissension in marriages. It's simple. If you want to follow that and follow the wicked ways Follow the wicked ways, and you're going to get wickedness as a result. You're going to get men challenge you when you are a 304. It is what it is. But this is masculine behavior. It's not real. It's not sustainable. You don't really want that. She tried to convince you, too. You don't really want that. You want a skeezer to marry. <laughs> well, no, we're going to tell the truth because we talked about it. Well, not for nothing. The, it's not. Uh, listen, I'm going to say this. I said this once before. I'm going to say this again. It's your fault. <laughs> what do we do? What did we do? What did we do? You followed the ways of the wicked, right? You bit from the forbidden fruit in the Garden of Eden. You opened your legs. Now, as a result, you're trying to convince me, try to do your best sales job to convince me that this masculine energy should be accepted. See? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's sad, guys. Y'all lied about y'all numbers and made us think it was real. I've never if, lied about it. Well, I'm just saying, if, the, if women did not lie about their number, and whatever number is y'all have real ass. Now, let me, let me just stop it right here. I'm just going to do a slight critique of this gentleman. I don't mean any harm. But let's take a look at how the woman's presenting himself and how this man is presenting himself. I don't mean any, any harm against this gentleman here. All right. The woman is presenting herself as way masculine, way more masculine than even this guy. I mean, he got his lip gloss on. Then she got his long ass hair. He got his jewelries, shit that women care about, right? He didn't put his Vaseline on and his cocoa butter. He got his eyebrows shaped. 
Now, listen, I, I do some of these things, too. I get it. I'm not trying to come down on the guy. But remember when I said women have become more masculine and men become more feminine? You're seeing it right here. His voice is way higher even than that masculine-ass woman over there. Her voice is way lower and more bass. <laughs> yeah, it got more bass in it. He probably has makeup on, too, because, you know, you see what we're talking about. We've, uh, we've transmuted. We've traded positions. And now he's got to tiptoe around this masculine-ass woman as so he doesn't get punched. All right? This is what we're doing. You got two hairlines. It's very clear to see that we've gone and crossed over. We got men acting like women and women presenting themselves as men. So continuing. Average, it would be more acceptable for us. But when we heard three, <laughs> when oh, okay. we heard three all our life, when you say seven, it's a little shocking. I think asking me my body count is the quickest way to talk yourself off some coochie. Because I absolutely am not giving it to you right. after you ask it. And the, the, this, this weird obsession with having a low number doesn't make sense to me. Because, like I said before, at the end of the day, do you want a surgeon who's only done one surgery? Nope. No, you don't. You want a surgeon with experience. Yes or no? So when you ask these women what's their body count, you're looking for someone who has a low end, and then all you're going to do is run back and tell your homies about how she can't suck dick, how she can't arch her back, how she can't do X, Y, and Z. Why? When you can have a woman who knows what she's doing is going to be able to please you. So can we stop this whole weird, weird obsession with the low body count? It's not real. It's not sustainable. You don't really want that. Well, you don't. We're going to tell the truth because we talked about it. Well, not for nothing. The, it's not. Uh, listen, I'm going to say this. I said this once before. I'm going to say this again. It's your fault. What do we do? Y'all lied about y'all numbers and made us think it was real. I've never if, lied about it. Well, I'm just saying, if the if women did not lie about their number, and whatever number is y'all at real average, it would be more acceptable for us. But when we heard three, <laughs> when oh, okay. we heard three all our life, when you say seven, it's a little shocking. Oh, man, man, man. You guys, you young people are in turmoil. You guys are in turmoil, and it's, it's very plain to see. Last video. Uh, this is a woman who wants to cancel her membership to feminism, all right, because she was lied to. Let's get to her right here. She's going to cancel her membership to feminism, all right? Let's see what we got here. Uh, let's go. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. How I can cancel my membership to the whole feminist movement? Because it's not given what it was supposed to give, so I'm no longer interested. Even the word feminist, what is feminine about me working hard and paying bills? Back then I'm singing independent. I don't know what possessed me to be singing such nonsense. It was the work of the devil, to be wanting equal this and equal that. How the man to be doing the money things and the woman to be doing damsel in distress. Oh, I don't know what I would do without you. Because me, I need the man. For every little thing I want to be calling my, 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 my man. Because who'll be reaching the top shelf for me? Who'll be killing spiders? Fine babe like me should be coming the killing spiders do i like Zena the warrior princess listen i don't know who brainwashed us i don't know who started the movement if it was susan b anthony and the the, the suffrage rights but i'm suffering more today than i was yesterday but please whoever's in charge unsubscribe me from the list cancel the membership now does any why do i have to work i am sexy i am sexy yeah um here's the thing i always told uh you know i used to put this stuff on instagram before they banned me on my first account I said, feminism is best used before the age of 21. After that, it's not used very well, right? So uh, what she's finding out that later in life, it was all a work. It was all a hoax. There's no much more to gain after age 38 and 40. There's not much more to gain for feminism. Now you have to live the next 40 years kind of like on your own, right? But when you were 20 
and you were singing all the women independent. Now you're 40 and you're living that out. And you realize that you now have to work until you die. Why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Not only that, you probably hit the glass ceiling and you're not going to make much more. And men your age are wanting to date younger women or not date at all or saving themselves or going monk mode or going passport. Right now, you're not getting the true benefits and you can't cancel the membership. You can't, You just can't cash in anymore. Right. So now she wrote it. Uh, this is kind of like a let me do the moderate equivalent to this. What has hurt men in relation to feminism more? This is where you're going to understand the moderate argument again. Have the leftist feminist hurt us in regard to feminism? I would say probably not. It's a small group of people, a small group of feminists. Most of the time, you might even agree with some of the hardcore feminist talking points. You might agree with them. Most of the time, they're lesbian. Most of the time, they don't even look good. They're not attractive. Most of the time, like they gone. They lost causes. Like you're not even going to associate with them. Have the leftist feminists hurt us? Not as much. If they kept it amongst their small group, it would have just been what it was. Now, who's hurt us the most? The moderate feminist. Again, the deaf, dumb, and blind feminist. The cherry-picking feminist. The feminist that says, yes, girl. Right? And they pick from the cherries of what, of, of, of what men had and what women had. Right? You're going to pay for all the dates, but you ain't going to tell me what to do. It's the moderate feminist. The woman in the middle that said, yeah, I'm not really a strong feminist, but I believe in it. Yeah, feminists, those are the ones who had the biggest impact on feminism. The women who tried to play both sides. All right, I want to be traditional and married, but you're going to pay all the bills. I'm going to be a working career woman, but you're going to pay all the bills. Those are the ones that got got, and those are the ones that hurt us. The ones right in the middle. Not the fat leftist women, the big old heart screaming harpy, not the lesbian. It's been the ones in the middle, the moderates, the ones who didn't make a decision, the one who saw both sides. I see both sides. Guess what? Guess what? See, that both sides, I see both sides of the argument. That causes more harm. That don't move the needle. All it does is you pick cherries over here, and you pick cherries over here, and you brag that you can pick cherries on both sides, right? And then you stand there and do nothing. You just cause confusion. I'm telling you. And not only that, the couple of traditional conservatives, they don't move the needle, they over there wearing their uh, polka dot dresses and and dressing themselves up in uh, uh like like um like Betty Boop. Then the people don't make women want to be conservative. They don't make women want to be traditional. They'll be over there and we'll just be like, okay, so there's some track cons over there. It's the ones in the middle that mess everything up. That just decide last minute they're going to be a feminist today and last minute they're going to be a feminist tomorrow or they're going to be traditional tomorrow. Every day they flip flop. Because they ride that fence. We don't need no man, and then they need a man. <laughs> we don't need no man, but men don't protect us. The fence riding ass ninjas. Those are the ones who muck everything up. Because they just decide last minute what they're going to be. As, it, as, as an example, exhibit A. Last minute, when it doesn't benefit no more, now she wants to cancel the membership. These are moderates. It's a moderate argument. And tomorrow, she's going to be back picking cherries, talking about she independent. <laughs> right? It's embarrassing, as somebody said. This is ridiculous. 
These people have had the biggest impact because they never stood up to the leftists because she even said, who did it? Susan B. Anthony? Yeah, she already going back to there, right? And those were the staunch feminists. They started as abolitionists, then they turned into feminists. They rolled the abolitionist movement, the freedom of the slaves, to benefit the feminists, the women. They, they didn't care about the, the slaves personally. They wanted to alleviate themselves of the commitment financially to hosting generations of slaves. Thus, they saw a, they saw a gap in between women's rights and freedom of the slaves. If we can get the slaves freed, we can get our women's rights. Ah, oh, y'all niggas don't want to go this deep. You don't want to go this deep. And they used women and made women throw away their most fertile years, early terminating babies, and now at 35, they want to sing a different tune. Because these are the moderates. They must mess everything up. If you're a feminist, you should be a staunch feminist or not one at all. That's how I look at it. But don't sit up in the middle thinking that you're not messing shit up. You're messing it up. And now she done messed up. And now personally, she wants to change uh, stripes. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. This is why I say when you stand for nothing, you fall for everything. Standing in the middle is no, no decision. Seeing it from both sides doesn't move the needle. It actually is going to probably prevent uh, what should happen. It, it prevents what should happen as opposed to uh, def stops what should happen. All you're going to do is allow people to continue to do what they do and they move the needle in the wrong direction by standing in the middle. But anyway, then you find yourself still standing in the middle. Well, I'm still standing in the middle, but the needles move the wrong direction. That's where you are, still standing in the middle. But look, don't take my word for it. Hit the like button. All right. I, I think the moderates are the biggest cowards. They ain't taking no stand. Stand for nothing, fall for everything. That's just my opinion, though. It's my opinion. The moderates are the most normie. They're the most not clued in. They don't do any history. They don't see the agenda. They don't see the shit coming. All right, they just stand there and say, well, I see it for both ways. Too late. Too late. All right, who told you, who told you stand for something, stand for nothing, fall for any, uh, everything? Who told you that? Was that Martin Luther King? I think he told you that. All right. Also, think of this. There's a phrase called the middleman. What do you want to do with the middleman? You want to eliminate the middleman. Sometimes to go directly, you el eliminate the middleman. You don't celebrate the middleman. You eventually find out how to weed the middleman out. So standing in the middle is not a strategy to me. It's not. It doesn't make you a better person. Doesn't make you moral. Doesn't make you see both sides. Doesn't make you. No, Ninja, you got to decide at some point. So eventually I'll eliminate the middleman. <laughs> eliminate the middleman. The middleman causes the most problems. The middleman is unnecessary. Anyway, it is what it is. <laughs> Was it Malcolm X? You, know, you want to cut the middleman out. The middleman is mucking shit up. The middleman is benefiting and then also trying to act like he ain't benefiting. No, no, no. Cut that ass out. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, by the way, stand in the middle of the street and tell me how that works. See, stand in the middle of the, stand in the, middle of the street and tell me how good of a decision you are by seeing both sides of the corners, right? I'm on this side of the street or this side. Now go stand in the middle and let's see how long I survive versus how long you survive. What? Now, 
take most people and stand them in the middle of the street and watch traffic stop and gridlock and bottleneck versus if I stand on the left or the right, I bet you everything flows naturally. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) All right. Some people can probably find that analogy to not be accurate. But stand in the middle of the street and tell me how good of a person you are. Ninja, you ain't going to be that good for very long. Ninja, Mack Truck is going to hit that ass real quick. But uh, listen. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I know you guys hate me. But it is because you ain't me. I got to get to these super chats, man. And then we're going to get to a blue chip mindset moment. And then maybe the main event. You know what I mean? I'm doing these long ass shows. All right. Anyway. Yeah. Ninja's protesting in the middle of the freeway. Oh, that sounds like a good idea. All right. You're standing in the middle. <laughs> Where we at here? Oh, man. Yo. Shout out to uh, Jules. Did I get Jules? He said, shout out to you, man. Thanks for the lessons you share. Shout out to you, man. Right here. Augustus says, paying my tithes to the Reverend Doom and Gloom. Appreciate you, Deshaun Rose, for the show, Coach, and get these, get those elites up. I think you meant likes, but we'll get the elites up too, normies, right? Um, get those likes up, you normies. Shout out to Curtis Blow in here, where we at here? Uh, I'm shout out to Curtis Blow. You didn't even leave a message, but shout out to you. Snap Text Fix says this past week of streams have all been blue chip. I tried to let them know. They've all have blue chips in them now. You're getting a whole mixed up blue chip now. All right. And he says, CGA dropping gems. Give me that Dr. Umar. Shout out to you. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay right. focused. Lone Revival says, cussing, and she talks about home training, the irony. It's sad. Jones G says, destruction of the community is on autopilot. You don't need, you don't need the KKK to come in no more. All right. Uh, shout out to uh, Dale Davis says we need Reverend X working overtime for that one for sure. PJ Throwaway says that that's why God hates lukewarm folks. Don't stand on it. Dude, I'm trying to tell y'all it's the people in the middle messing things up. Right. We call them lukewarm Christians. Right. I'd be going on the, on the Christians, but I actually stopped going in on the Christians because it's actually unfair. Right. It's unfair. I, I don't think, you know, the Christians are too easy to go in on because they're weak. Right? Every other religion will come in and tear your ass up. You talk about them. <laughs> right? You talk about Islam, ninja is going to be your last day. You talk about you talk about these? I'm not going to say what race, what people. We know I can't say All right? That. They ain't going to let you talk about they shit. All right? But Christians, on the other hand, they they weak. They the meek. All right? They meek and mild. Lukewarm. And lukewarm Christians are the ones tearing the church up. Not the right, not the strong Christians. Not the super-duper progressive Christians. It's the weak ones tearing the church up. Uh, my points are going to be made valid. I'm going to always make my point. All right, Caitlin says, what's up, coach? He says, what you're saying about failure is true. Remember Michael Jordan in the 6-0 and in the NBA Finals. However, Bill Russell won more rings than anybody 11, and even he lost a championship series. Failure is a part of life. Failure is a part of life. All right, don't be scared of failure. Don't feel failure. Now, fear and failure and, and, and uh, again, a middle, a middle argument. People who feel failure, they don't try. They'll just say, well, I won't try. But certain people feel failure and they'll work super hard to never fail. Those are two different strategies. So people are like, ah, oh, no, 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 no. So you got to be careful with how you treat failure. Some people will see you successful and they'll point out your failures. <laughs> like, 
okay, that failure made me drive hard to be successful. So by the time you found me successful, if you're talking about my failure, that actually made me become successful. But it's okay. Shout out to Caitlin says, Coach, there's a picture circulating on IG of Drake standing in front of what looks like 100 pair of bras women threw at him while he's been on tour. The 304 epidemic will remain alive and well, thanks to him. And we can't blame Drake completely, but was he proud? Was he showing his teeth? I'm sure he was. All right, hold on for a second. I got to figure out where I am on this. By the way, that was a blue chip, right? Where's happened to blue chip? I just gave you another one. All right, anyway, I just gave you another one. And anybody in here throwing shade on Michael Jordan, shame on you. If you are in here right now throwing shade on Michael Jordan, stop. Jamal says, Coach, younger men don't respect most older men because the, they put XXs on a pedestal and have dead ideologies. You are the one of the fewer older men I actually respect. Most older men are game artists, which makes them hard to respect. And it's actually foolish, right? And, you know, older men that do the game thing, it's cringy to me. But listen, I might be cringy to them too, so I can't blame them. Kevin G, last night's stream on the TikTok moms was one of the best streams you've ever done. For about 51 minutes, I couldn't stop laughing. Woke my punk ass up early this a.m. just to rewatch it. Man, you the GOAT. Free agent lifestyle for life. What we doing in here? JC says, I hope it's called Sap Stank Ass Peace Leave Reverend X for me. I got to be careful. I don't give a fuck what you think, bitch. Cut that bitch off. Next call. All right. We got uh, JC also says she sounds fully capable of cutting both of our steaks. And she probably got knives in her pocket right now. Now I got to cut you. Indeed. She got knives in her pocket. Kayla says, Coaster, okay, I already got that one right there. We got House of Ha says this is the soft girl error they were talking about. Again, they're going to do pivots and pivots until they get what they want. It's kind of sad to watch. But, of course, they don't need no man. Ha says that BW, that says BWs don't date black men, is the equivalent of your boss firing you from your job, and you say, you can't fire me because I quit first, indeed. <laughs> J. Cool, Coach, uh, we are glad you got out of California before the collapse occurred. Hope. You and your kids get out well. Um, what I think you meant while the getting is good as well. Yeah, California is not an option for me. Blue Baggins, I wasn't expecting a hand puppet with my edutainment today. Well played, sir. I got you, man. I got you with the edutainment. Let me get a couple more, man, because I don't want to get too far behind. Agent Machine says the idea that they can dictate what's important to men while telling men what to do, finessing men, and claiming that they don't need men is tiresome. She just doesn't want to be told what to do. Facts. Facts. How are you telling men what men should want? She's telling men, men should accept high body counts. The other woman. Why are men dating younger women? Like, like. Now, ladies, if you want to go after men with money, I fully tell you, I accept it. Because women are like, you're telling us you're hoes and skeezer. Listen, I'm not telling you you're a 304 or a skeezer. I'm not telling you what I am saying is I'm describing you. That's two different things. I'm not hating on you for being a 304. I'm not hating on you for having a high body count. I just describing the behavior. 
Thus, as I describe that behavior, I can actually tell you where I'm going to place you. You're useful. You're not someone that cannot be used. But what you're not going to do is tell me that you can go from skeezer to wife. That's what you're not going to do. All right. I, I, can't, I don't have to treat you like a wife if you a skeezer. I'm just describing you. I can make use of you. I mean, but what I don't want to do is make a wife a 304, right? I don't want to make, I don't want to turn good women into 304s. We need to kind of keep them over here. And I don't want you to try to do that either. But we definitely ain't going to turn 304s into wives either. I'm just, I'm just describing. Don't get mad for me at describing your behavior. Modern man says the fact that, Oh, I got that one already. JC says she compared her decrepit peace lead to an experienced surgeon. All right, thank you, man. Please, please type out everything. Emmanuel says here is an espresso coach. Thanks for the stream. Thank you, man. I'm catching up. MC Hamster says ever notice how a man, quote, needs a woman's touch, but a woman needs a man. He says know your worth, gentlemen, because most of them don't know anyone else's worth. Yeah, man, the finesse game is real. Coochie Games is real. Osiris says the red pills are saving lives and money. I am seeing plenty of men going broke for women, even those in their 40s, and that's sad. TC1 World says that bitch really said cut that already pre-cut steak. (laughs) This is why young guys like myself need you, coach. Keep waking these normie ninjas up. And one more argument, because women are going to say coach, but those are the skeezers you're talking about. What about us good women? Well, the, the good women are moderates. The good women are allowing this shit to go on, right? You're moderates. You're, you're allowing, and actually you're, you're engaging in hoe activity and coming back and being a good woman, right? What you should be doing, ladies, if you wanted to put a stop to this shit, is stop letting the hoes bully you. You let the hoes bully you, and then you let the hoes influence you. They eventually engage in sabotage, and they keep sabotaging your opportunities. Right, you let the feminists do this to you. Now you let Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B and Sexy Red and Icy Spicy. You're you're letting all of these women uh, lead you astray, and you don't call them out until it's too late. All right, and then what you'll do is you'll double dip. You'll do it in silence and violence. In, sa- in fact, um, there's no such thing as a good woman. There's only good women who haven't been caught yet. Right. So you've been doing some of the behaviors that they've been doing and or you've been flocking with the women that have been doing this. You've been doing shit on the low. Now you want to come in here like you're an angel. We don't allow that over here. Brown through an old small donation for the brick fund. Shout out to you. Rational rationality of 304 Macedon ate my blue chips. Price is wrong. All right. Last one. No governor name. Great show last night. Definitely relate even though I dodged adult child support. Uh, but every time I did something for my son, she would get mad. I think they think it makes them look bad to be in secret competition. Men look for compassion, not competitors. And uh, yeah, well, it's similar to, you know, women are our little sisters. They're our little sisters. They're always trying to compete with us. And, you know, when you're the big brother, and I'm actually the big bro- brother in my family for my step-siblings. I'm the big brother. I'm the oldest. And thus, I have a different approach. I don't compete with my siblings. I don't compete with my younger siblings. All right? I don't. There's no need to. Now, they might look up to me 
They might look to compete with me. They might try to show me. All right. And really, it's an unfair competition. There is no competition. There is no gender war. There is no, we're not competing. They're competing with me. I'm competing with someone else. Thus, women are trying to compete with us. And at the same time, trying to get us to look at them in a certain light where we're not competitors. But this is the masculine energy that they've adopted, right? So this constant competition is somewhat annoying. Similar to if your little siblings are trying to compete with you. I can race you. I can beat you up. I can run faster than you. I can ride a bike faster. You're like, man, sit down. Just know your role. We're not competing. Mothers, husbands, wives are competing against each other. And it's ridiculous. Ladies, there is no competition. I'm the big dog. I'm the big dog. Ninja, listen, ladies. Not only do I believe none of you can compete with me, because I know this for a fact. I don't even think most men could compete with me. So don't feel bad. Mm. <laughs> right? Ladies want to feel bad that they trying to keep up with me. And I'm, ma'am, you ain't never going to compete with me. Most men can't be me. <laughs> nope. So take it with a grain of salt. When I say you're not capable, just know that I think of that about every human being. I think almost every human being can't measure up to me. I, I just, it ain't nothing personal. But I don't find value in competing with women. There ain't even no competition. Like, why would I show up? <laughs> mm. All right, anyway, now they really mad. Oh, my God, him think I'm somebody. That's why him short, old, and bald. This ain't no height contest. This is me. You can't stay with me. I'm the big dog. You cannot outwork me. You cannot outskill me. Can't do it. <laughs> Don't feel bad, ladies. I look at this as like 90% of men, too. Anyway, let me stop. <laughs> I'm just trying to teach lessons. That was a blue chip. That was a blue chip. That was a blue chip. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Yo, it's hard to be the big dog out here. It's hard. You know, this ain't easy. You think this is easy? <laughs> All right. Anyway, you know what really sucks? Because ninjas be like, whoa, because you short and old and bald. And I was like, I want you to take that. I want you to take that and let this marinate. Whatever criticism you just lobbed at me and I'm still beating you, Ninja, that should make you go back to the drawing board. <laughs> hey, go back to the drawing board. I'm old, still kicking your ass. I'm short, still kicking your ass. I look better than you, still kicking your ass. Ninja, like, look. Like, literally go back to your drawing board and figure out why your ass Still can't keep up with the big dog. <laughs> this is a testimony. This wasn't a put down for me. It's a testimony about who you are. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> right? It should tell you, damn, why I'm losing to this guy. Anyway. Ladies. Even if you was naked, you couldn't compete with me. I'll still throttle you, though. All right, look, man, let me give y'all a blue chip. This is a cheap one. This is a cheap one. Let's get cheap on y'all. I'll give you a blue chip. I'll give you a blue chip. I won't let you off the hook. I won't let you off the hook. Here's a blue chip. How much do you need to save to retire in the United States? <laughs> How much do you need to save to retire 
in the United States. Well, depending on how much money you want, you know, depending on when you want to retire, which most of you will never retire, that's a blue chip. So you better develop a strategy. Retirement is not an option for you guys. Retirement is not an option. All right, some of y'all ain't going to make it. Some of y'all get ready to work at Walmart, Subway. Y'all going to be making sandwiches, ladies, into your 70s at Subway. See, all them sandwiches you don't want to make for your man, you're going to be making them at Subway into your 70s. Oh, boy. So them sandwiches going to catch up. You could have made way less sandwiches than you going to make in the future. <laughs> uh, what sort of retirement income? What sort of retirement income are you going to need? Somebody said, I remember somebody saying that two and a half years ago. All right. <laughs> Say 2.5. Oh, no. He said 2.5 million. Uh, but here you go. How much? How much money are you going to need per year? Oh, my goodness. Y'all ninjas better start saving. This is the 4% rule, right? Y'all ninjas better start saving. Ladies, you better start saving. And I know you're not saving any money. Guys, I know that I need to grind at least for the next 25 years. Now, it might not be doing YouTube, but I'm going to be grinding every goddamn day because I know this day is coming. I know one day I'm going to wake up and I don't want to do shit. I know that's going to happen. Now, it might be 20 years from now, 30 years, but I plan on grinding this shit out. I'm not taking no days off. I might die in the middle of it, but it don't matter. But take a look at this chart. This is not, this is not going to be funny when you turn 40, fam. This is not going to be funny when you turn 40 and 45 and you got no assets. It's not going to be funny when you turn 50 and you look back. Guys, this is happening to Gen X right now. This is happening to the boomers right now. They're looking back. Not only are they doing this, uh, I have an article that shows even Susie Orman, whether you like her or not, is telling the Gen X and the boomers to cut ties with their children right now. They're telling them to cut their asses off. The kids that are still living with their parents, they're telling them to cut them off because you won't be able to retire. Those kids are eating through your, your retirement savings. And these lazy-ass millennials and Gen X talking about, well, it's okay to live with your family. Yeah, because it's you. People will always look at things through the lens of the person uh, that's receiving. For instance, women will say, it's not that bad for me to be a stepfather because you'll never be one. You were only the beneficiary. Well, I had a stepfather and it was fantastic. But are you a stepfather? See, you had one versus will you be one are two different things. That's two different arguments. Saying you benefited from one versus would you be one and provide the benefits are two different arguments. Same thing here. It's okay to live with my family until I'm 32. Well, does your family think that? The fact that your mama and daddy will never retire because you out there sponging off of them, do they think that? No. They probably thinking, what the hell did I do wrong? And why I got a key, right? That's probably what they thinking. So while you out there sponging off of them, working at Baskin and Robbins, thinking you doing something, you actually costing them their retirement. <laughs> you actually eating through their retirement fund. But anyway, can you guys see the columns down below? You can see them. Here we go right here. 
if you're the parent and you got your kids, two, three kids living out for you, sponging off of you while they lowball themselves to a low income working at Dunkin' Donuts, creating a union instead of getting their ass up and realizing the time clock is ticking. Here's a blue chip for you. It's a blue chip. See, the person that's living in the house and squatting on their parents and becoming low lives, you're fucking up. That's what you're doing. Now, the retirement right here, the retirement, what you're going to have to save in America, and yo, inflation, we've reached the point where inflation is now permanent. We can have this explained further on the next money mindset, but the new prices are the, are the set prices, right? The money, this, the prices aren't going down from here. So thus, if you can't afford a house now, you certainly aren't going to be able to afford it in the future. doesn't matter how much it work because the new prices are set. Same thing with goods and services. The new prices are now part, and I, I've actually tried to discuss this in Blue Chip Mindset series before, and people tried to argue me. No, no, no. I said, no, once inflation sets, these are the new prices. I've lived a long life. I lived a long life. Whatever the prices are now, the, the prices are not going to be reduced by 50% once we get out of the recession. We're in the new prices. This is what it's going to cost. This is what she's going to get cost. It's what it's going to cost for the next five to 10 years until the next recession, and there will be one, and then there'll be a new price set. If you ain't saving nothing now or saving the bulk of your money, you ain't in retirement. <laughs> it's not. And 401k ain't going to save you. 401k ain't going to save you. We showed you what's going on here. So you guys need to get to the point where you realize we're in a new world. Yes, we're in a new world. New, 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 new world order. We're a new world. We're going forward. It ain't coming back. And the more you don't make adjustments today, your next 20 years is going to be effed up. And you're going to be sitting around wondering what happened. It is what it is. That was your blue chip mindset. Cheap moment for the day. Let's get to the main event. I just want to say. <laughs> that was my special friend. I want the main event. All right. Main event. Should be a short story. $2 million deletion for hire. I'm older than dirt. All right, yeah, I'm older than dirt. Ninjas ain't got no life insurance, so they want to argue with me. If you don't have life insurance, please don't argue with me. If you do not have life insurance, I checked my life insurance policy. I was like, damn. <laughs> life insurance is a scam. Ninja, I'm, in many cases, whoever's my beneficiary looking at me like this, drooling, <laughs> right? I won't even tell my beneficiary what's going on. Like, right? So, but anyway, my beneficiary's licking their lips. They're like, this ninja worth more dead than alive. All right, but listen, if you broke, you can't argue with a ninja that's in a better position asset-wise, and this is what we get wrong. And sometimes men get this wrong, right? Men get this wrong with each other. You're trying to make moral arguments, and you're not even in a position to argue. You're in a position to learn. There's too many damn chiefs and not enough Indians. There's too many damn cooks. There's too many damn chefs and not enough goddamn cooks or whatever it's called. All right, learn. You're in a learning position. I was in a learning position before. It sucks. But sit your ass down and learn. Then you ain't got no life insurance. You ain't got no goddamn shut, shut up. <laughs> shut up about telling me about anything. You don't own no land or property, no life insurance. 
and you got the nerve to open your mouth to a person like me? <laughs> anyway, damn consumer. You're a consumer. You're a consumer. Look up the word consume. This is another blue chip. All right, this is another blue chip. Look up the word consumer. I broke this down in the video. The word consumer is, is, a, is a pejorative. It is not a good word. Companies that use the term consumer do not look at you as a positive. They look at you as a necessity. Thus, consumer is almost synonymous with parasite, leech, and so forth and so on. You're only looked at as what you can take in or buy or purchase. Thus, they will use their whole demographics to persuade, fool, bamboozle the consumer. You're a cockroach for these companies. You're a parasite. A producer would be the opposite of the consumer. A producer can benefit greatly. Thus, the producer can actually target the consumer and make way more money and save more, way more money versus the consumer. The consumer just eats, takes, leeches, mooches. <laughs> and they'll do as they are dictated. They have to do. They have to wait for the producer to produce. Then you consume. Anyway. And you're a symbiote. You guys got to get your balance between producer and consumer. Right? A welfare recipient is a consumer. The purpose of welfare initially was to do what? There's a blue chip mindset moment. What was the purpose of the welfare? This is why people go in on welfare people. And welfare people are of all races, genders, and whatnot. A child support is a welfare act. But what is the purpose of the welfare? The purpose of the welfare was to put people in a better position so they can come from consumer to producer. Like the purpose was them to invest in you so that you'll turn around and put yourself in a better position to then recoup the cost of the initial investment. Right? That's what they thought would happen. In the economy, these people need help. They're disenfranchised or they're just lazy. If we give them encouragement to prop them up, give them opportunities, what they'll do is the system will recoup, the economy will recoup the benefits that they put out unfortunately we got parasites leeches or cockroaches and consumers they only got used to consume so then they lowered the standard of their lives this is why i don't ever agree with lowering the standard of your life you always push forward because you can't compete if you keep low you get passed up so they lowered the standards of their lives and they made it a hustle Instead, a temporary help is now permanent. And then the system can never recoup. Look at any city that literally has a welfare standard. They end up going bankrupt. Because the parasite, the consumer just sits there and consumes. Yeah, they never produce. They never turn that consumption into production. And thus, they become parasites. Vermin. It is what it is. Mm. Same thing as if you paid people went from $10 to $15 an hour. 
15 an hour. They were making $10 an hour today. And then you gave them $15, but they didn't change their behavior. They didn't start producing better. You just gave them the money. What happens? The company can't recoup. So they pass the cost on to the additional consumers. Or they eliminate the parasite. They, they cut the parasite. They lay off some parasites. <laughs> All right. Anyway. It's just facts, and if you can't take the facts, the same consumers that benefited 20 years ago still consumers 20 years later. Like, <laughs> never go backwards. Never st- Again, another argument for never stay in the middle. If I stay in the middle income-wise, what happens in 10 years? This is an argument to never play the middle, <laughs> Right? Well, I'll just sit right here and keep this job and keep the same income or slightly get better. I'll just stay here. Ten years later, you're underwater. You're not the middle class. Now you're in poverty. This is this is the reason why not to ever play the middle. <laughs> right? This is no ever play the middle. It's not a good strategy. I'll decide not to move. I'll just stand here. All right? And then your income stands there. Every day, you didn't get a raise. You took a pay cut. There is no middle. There is no middle. You took a pay cut. There is no you stayed the same income. You lost money tomorrow. That's the fact. The simple fact. You didn't move up. You didn't earn a second revenue stream. Tomorrow, you lost money. It's simple. And that don't mean... (laughs) All right. The middle is the weakest position. Eventually, you're going to get consumed and you're going to be part of the lower position. You're never going to benefit by being in the middle. You're never going to go, I'll just be in the middle and benefit. There's none. You actually F it up for everybody else. Anyway, let's get to these women out here, right? I don't understand people, but listen, I'm built. I'm cut from a different cloth. I'm cut from a different cloth. Let's get to this woman trying to delete her husband. All right. But before that, here's your love again. Where I tell you where all the dead bodies are on the blue pill. There's no, there's no dead bodies on the red pill. There's no dead bodies when you abstain from romance. There's none. All right, it says right here, video shows a car slamming into a fire truck in Compton. 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 says right here, driver and the passenger were deleted in an apparent street race. It wasn't a street race. I'll tell you what it was. When their vehicles crashed into a fire truck, injuring four crew workers in West Compton. The crash reported at 1230 a.m. Listen carefully. uh, As the engine company was responding to a medical incident. The truck was traveling down Avalon. Shout out to Avalon Crip. When it hit, it was hit by a civilian vehicle traveling Compton Boulevard. Surveillance video obtained by KTLA shows the impact of the two vehicles. Now, I can't show the vehicle impact because YouTube is sketchy like that, but it's not pretty. It says, unfortunately, two members of the civilian vehicle were fatalities. All right. I'm going to tell you what happened. The victims were identified by a CHP spokeswoman as a man and a woman. Actually, you can see the video down below. I won't highlight it, but you can see it down in the corner here um, as I'm talking. It says a woman who said she is the sister of the passenger identified her as 25-year-old Asia Allen Bookman, the mother of a three-year-old. Witnesses said the vehicle that hit the truck was racing another vehicle at speeds around 80 miles an hour when the crash occurred. CHP confirmed, and there's there's the mother. I think the mother and a man died. They're not identifying the man. But watch this. 
Watch this. Why were they racing? Why were they racing? Her sister, Tiffany Akers or Acker, it says right here, it says right here, they, she find it hard to believe that they were involved in any kind of race. In fact, she was on the phone with a friend and told that person that they were being chased when the crash occurred. My sister wasn't speed racing. My sister wasn't irresponsible. She's 25 years old. A 25-year-old, uh, you do silly things, but my sister knew she had a child at home. Apparently, they're not identifying it, but I'm going to tell you why they crashed. You want to know why? Because the man driving the vehicle, listen, the man driving the vehicle was being chased by his ex-girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Straight jack. Now, I heard another report on this. I got the inside scoop. Here comes love again, right? The person who crashed into the fire truck, and the video shows this, they weren't racing. The ex-girlfriend was chasing the male driver. The woman that died was the passenger, a.k.a. the other woman. 12.30 a.m., the ex-girlfriend were chasing them in the car. And the, the fire truck was coming this way. The car just happened to cross the intersection at the right time or the wrong time. Done. But love, right? What about love? What about love? See, the woman was chasing the guy in the car probably because the other woman is in the car. And now this ninja died over some puss. That's what he did. He died over some puss. How much did he pay with his life? I'm telling you, man, my philosophy is undefeated. It's undefeated. Ninjas don't pay, but ninjas out at 1230 a.m. getting chased by their ex-girlfriend. Ninja go to bed. Stop staying out late. Ninja chasing by his ex-girlfriend who's stalking him as he's picking up another woman trying to get some free puss. Right? He's trying to get some puss. Or he just came back dropping her off from getting some puss. And that's how you die. I'm telling you, man, listen. Death by Sim. It's, it's pretty simple. Ninja paid with his life out trying to get some free puss. This is why when women call me up, hey, what you doing? 1030? I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. Ninja, I ain't trying to get up late at night driving around. Nope. I'll see you tomorrow at 730 p.m. Is that good enough? You know what I mean? Like, I can't show the video because I already got a warning for showing what they consider video violence, right? So I'm not showing any more fight videos, no more car crashes, no more any of that. They came down hard on CGA. Deleted my whole stream. All right, so I can't show you the video. But there you go. Got a single mother passenger. She dies. The kid loses a mom. Probably didn't even have a dad. He lost his life for some 1230 a.m. puss. And then his ex-wife, ex-girlfriend stalking him, chasing his ass down the street. I'm just, what about love? <laughs> what about love? These people are goofy. Then just get your priorities straight, please. Get your priorities right. What about this guy right here? Oh, man, we got another one. I'm going to save this for later. Let's get on to this. We're already going too long. Okay? We're already going too long. What about this woman? California equestrian is accused of trying to have her husband deleted for $2 million after a friend revealed the alleged plot. Mm. Okay. Her name is Tatiana Rimley was arrested after meeting up with an undercover police officer. Um, recent reports tell us that the husband has now gone missing. So somebody might have carried out the hit. She might have found somebody. She might have found somebody. Let's read the story. 
Guys, this is a story of you guys got to get a control of your libido, right? If you're just bad at picking bitches, you know what I mean? You got to start vetting women. Got to start vetting them. They're truly dangerous to you. Now, not all of them are dangerous, but they can be. It says right here, the ex-husband has vanished. This is recent report. Equestrian Tatiana Rimley's estranged husband has vanished after he was rushed to a hospital claiming he was having a seizure one day before wife's alleged $2 million murder for hire plot was exposed. Where he at? <laughs> Where is he at, bro? Is he in hiding? Last week, Mark Rimley, age 57, desperately knocked on the neighbor's door saying he was having a seizure shortly after he drove his black Ferrari to his $5.3 million home. Yes, you can be rich and you can make dumb decisions with women. Yes. Ninja got horses, backyard, and then he was like, I'm going to just get me a mail order bride and everything going to be good. Ninja, you got to Yeah, Tatiana, she got to be mail order bride. Take her, check, check, check her out. Yeah, I mean, come on. That's Natasha right there. She looking like Natasha. All right, fake titties and everything. She got the whole California look. There she is right there with black hair. That's a really a Natasha. All right. She's probably a model too. All right. There's the black Ferrari. Ninja, y'all got to always keep your guard up. Keep your guard up. I don't care who you are, man. Keep your guard. I don't care if you're a poor man or a rich man. Keep your guard up. It says right here, the estranged husband of a glamorous equestrian accused of plotting to delete him for $2 million. He was rushed to the hospital. Last week, it says right here, he rode up in the black Ferrari sports car to his $5.3 million home in upscale Del Mar. That's between San Diego and Orange County. It's closer to San Diego. Um, it says right here, it says uh, that his formerly, wait, that he formerly shared with wife Tatiana, but then desperately wrapped on the neighbor's door saying he was having a seizure. So Tatiana probably tried to poison him, all right? He was highly agitated and looked absolutely terrible, like he might have been detox, detoxing for something. Sorry. Um, what it probably was, he probably tried to get Tatiana to help, and she probably said, nope. She probably squeezed his uh, carotid artery, and he realized he was in trouble. He ran out the house. He got out of there skedaddle. Yeah, high-value target, right? Well, I'll tell you, high value target. He said he thought he was having a seizure, so the neighbor rang 911. He was taken away in the ambulance to the hospital. The Ferrari was left there. Three days later, uh, two of his friends arrived, took the car away, and put chains on the gate of his house. Forget, uh, forget him being 57. Apparently, the guy looked more like 77. Wore his ass out. Wore his ass out. Look, the sucky buy is real energy is real you got to be careful out here you should always have your knuckups always knuckle up out here women are not just docile creatures they're very very they can be very dangerous to you and be smiling in your face and sleeping in your bed fam mm. money does not give you control over them it is just something that can um, uh, cause them to do dangerous things to you. All right. Now, not all women do this, but all women can. Uh, it is not known what happened to the victim's husband after he was taken away. Right. 
The mansion is uninhabitable after a fire on July 2nd. <laughs> wow. Oh, the humanity. They got a fire. Oh, wow. Bruh. Who set the house on fire? Jesus. The bizarre drama played out August 28th, shortly before it was revealed that Tatiana Rimley, age 42, why don't you date women that are older, was arrested August 2nd after a police sting at a local Starbucks. What a shock. Where she met a cop posing as a hitman. She is accused of asking a friend to arrange the alleged hit for $2 million after a bitter divorce battle in which she told the court she used to spend $50,000 a month, but her wealthy estranged husband had financially cut her off brothers now I got to cut you. brothers now I got to cut you. what do i tell you about men going through divorce do suspicious things be happening to them look up um jonathan the green ranger look up dj twist whatever these people are look up robin williams like their life start going apart because the money starts becoming what happened to love what about love she done burned down the damn house Allegedly, she then set this ninja up, prayed and prayed on his downfall, and then going through a divorce trying to get at his damn money, man. Come on. Come on, man. This shit is wild. So they're going through a divorce. She trying to kill the ninja. And she got this ninja choking on his own blood. Brothers. 50000 a month. Uh, the couple went... Uh, the couple who were behind a controversial failed multi-million dollar uh, equine, equine, human aerobic show, or it says right here, called it, I don't care about all this, had a volatile marriage since tying the knot in 2011, according to the divorce papers. Tatiana claims in her latest filing, the latest filing, that Mark held a gun to her head at their hillside home near San Diego and also accused him of chasing her around the house with a knife. All right, of course. Now I got to cut He's you. abusive. And uh, additionally, she alleged her husband was present while she was sexually assaulted by one of his friends. Trying. Bruh. Trying. <laughs> she was sexually assaulted by one of his... That sounds like a... Trying. Bruh. It says right here... Um. What it says right here, Daily Mail can exclusively reveal another startling incident between the couple. Five years ago, a terrified Tatiana ran naked out of their house around 11 p.m. screaming for help. She ran across the cul-de-sac in their quiet enclave and banged on the neighbor's front door. Naked. I would love to see that. There's the house all burnt up, by the way. 5.3 million down the drain. Okay. And it says right here, it says right here, officers arrived, uh, Within minutes, covered Tatiana. Well, why did they do that? And diffused the situation. It is not known what caused the incident, although Mark Rimley was no stranger to tumultuous love life. Oh, no. I bet you he is. There she is right there, guys. Flatback Supreme. There's the car. Ninja, you worked this hard to have your ass taken out. He had been married before. And that nine-year union ended among, uh, amid volatility after an affair with the nanny of their two children. Jesus Christ. Trying. Men, men, we got to get together. We got to get it together. 
Okay. He was separated from his first wife, Elizabeth Joy Rimley, but still living at their uh, six-bedroom, $4.6 million marital home, three miles from the one he later shared with Tatiana. In 2019, Elizabeth, now 57, stormed into a house after learning he was having uh, an affair with his girlfriend, Jenny something, according to the San Diego Superior Court. The first wife yelled profanity at the woman, Jenny, now 49, and told him, I'm going to kill you. Told her, I'm going to kill you. The judge was told. Mark stepped in, um, stepped in to get his ex-wife to leave, but she shoved him, causing injury, continued to struggle after she uh, was bu- bundled to the door. What does that mean? Bundled to the door? What does bundled to the door mean? And then slapped him in the face. Elizabeth was ordered to do 100 hours of community service and attend the domestic violence recovery program after being found guilty of assault. He had split from the girl, the girl that the Jenny, by the time the case went to trial. <laughs> he's reportedly, uh, he, uh, Mark, who is reported to have inherited $26 million from his parents, later moved into the current Del Mar property with Tatiana. <sighs> there, he and his new ex-wife exhibited, exhibited extravagant taste, particularly in their choice of cars. This year, Three Rolls Royces stood in the driveway along with the Ferrari and two black pickup trucks. Apparently, it appears that their value, they privacy one of the front gates, a menacing sign on the one attached says, never mind the dog. Okay, who cares about all that? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right, Jesus. All right, uh, July filing claims that she has no income since they are uh, split. And it says right here, she wants $15,000 a month in spousal support. Wife is experiencing extreme financial strain. She is unable to maintain her realistic expenses monthly of just $12,000, much less what she was accustomed to of $50,000 a month, says Tiffany Brown. Let me stop right here. Let me stop right here. I know because this is too much reading for me, so I'm tired. Let me stop right here. Again, I actually talked about this. I talked about. These family court officials, these judges, these attorneys, and stuff like this, what they do is they put, they add fuel to the fire of these divorce cases. They give women a, let me just talk about the women and I'll talk about the guy. They give women an unrealistic expectation as to what to expect in terms of a divorce, right? So you should get $50,000 a month, says the attorney that she hired. Well, It'll only come out to she's only get $15,000. You know, same thing as Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner's ex-wife attorney says you're going to get $169,000 a month. So she sets her appetite on that. Well, when they go into court, she loses the custody battle. She gets 50-50 custody. He's only going to give her $64,000. Then she vows to keep fighting. So the judges and these attorneys in the family court actually cause people to commit these crimes. Because then it becomes vengeful. It becomes antagonistic when there should be set laws for these situations. But these people fight over these dollars and then the woman ends up trying to kill the man or vice versa, OJ Simpson style. And this just creates another one of these scenarios where the the, uh, kindling, the fire is set by these attorneys 
and it's set by the judges and they try to make these things work out. And then they end up watching people steal children, kidnap children, murder children, murder spouses. It's absolutely reprehensible. So you guys got to keep vigilant out here. Are all women going to do this? No, but you guys got to stay vigilant. And most of it over money. Somebody gets greedy. Somebody gets to the point where they're going to say, I'm going to punish the woman financially for leaving me. A lot of domestic violence going on here. And when you're a guy, somebody says, we need a spousal support check. When you're a guy, you guys got to understand, the higher you are financially, the bigger the target you are. The bigger the target. And this is another case right here. He thought money was going to be able to control. He was going to buy the woman outright. That woman was community property to begin with. Let me just say this. You thought you was going to buy the woman and buy her loyalty and love. Look, look, let's stop. This woman, dude, you could have had 80 of these women. You could have shipped them in and shipped them out. You could have bought a whole yacht or rented a yacht out over in Eastern Europe, and you could have had your whole field, but instead you wanted a wife of 304. This is also why you don't wife 304s. All right, this is why you don't do this. This woman probably is a known, I mean, come on. Come on, fam. Come on. Everybody knows this community property. She been community property. I mean, it ain't hard to tell. I excel, then prevail. She community property. Treat them, stay, keep them community property. There ain't nothing special about this woman. She don't love you for you. I want somebody to love me for me. Man, stop wifing up skeezers, man. Stop. Skeezers can't get wifed up. All right, let me stop. Let me end up with the super chats here. Three and a half hours. This is despicable. All right, here we go here. Uh, shout out to Bob Southie or South says CGA. Thanks for the blue chip mindset, free agent lifestyle for life. Subscribe to the Notorious channel. Jamie Hoffman says, I bet I could cut the steak with a brick. <laughs> All right. I'm better 3X. Appreciate the motivation, coach. New subscriber just found you this year. Love the content. Appreciate you. Thank you for being here to all the new subscribers. House of Ha says, imagine dying trying to get some BBW uh, with folds. Oh, my God. Yeah. You in the car leaking. Watching your life get snuffed out next to a mastodon, single mother. I think there's no worse way to die than that. You'll be dying alone. Next to you, I think he died on impact, looking at the crash, by the way. I think he died on impact. He smacked the hell out of that fire truck. Or he smacked the hell out of it. But guys, never be around here chasing puss. You guys got to get it out your blood, man. All men pay. All men pay. Ninjas pay with their life. That's the worst trick in ever. We got macaroni, Tony. These bulls are so on the fence with rainbow. And he says, because some rainbows are more docile and femme presenting than many of their real hens out there. There's a deeper story to that. Yeah, you got to watch out about, got to watch out about, um, what did they used to call women that loved, that hung around gay dudes? I can't remember, but you got to watch out. There's some really nefarious things that these people do. All right. Uh, they will never tell you this though. They be, they be fornicating with them, too. They be doing stuff to them in the secret. You know, it's a challenge to them. Let me see if you really like that. They'll lock them down in the room and try to touch on them and see if they get aroused and whatnot. Hey, man, don't, don't let me tell it. 
Oh, man. Don't let me tell it. Like, they be giving them access and stuff. That's why they always worried about some dude on the down low. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Uh, shout out to... Uh, I know. I'm here giving you these pills, man. Lamont James says, uh, XXs don't know the logistics of business. They think businesses work on pure emotions. Indeed. Like, they literally be like... They literally say things like... um. Like, like they could have you working on your business and they all do. Let me, let me give you an example of that. If in fact, let's just say you have a ex-wife like this ex-wife previously, this ex-wife thinks she could take $50,000 of income from a man. Now she'll say I'm entitled to this $50,000 and she might be entitled to the $50,000, but what they don't look at and they might not care about, just understand they might not care. A man normally takes income, especially when it's not a part of his living expenses, and he more than likely takes that income and reinvest in the build, in a business. This is what I do. So it doesn't matter what the man makes. That man is probably going to take a portion of that and reinvest in the business, parlay that, and then have a bigger income. Instead, what the woman will do is say, well, I'm entitled to that portion so they'll take that money from you and then they'll take it in the form of alimony and child support. They'll take it and they'll blow it. Mm. Now, if they were rational, they could come to you and be like, okay, let's figure out how we can make this work for both. But they're not. They're so vindictive and emotional. So they'll take money that could go to your kids and they'll turn it into attorney's fees. They'll turn it into what they could get out of it and they'll get the money, blow it. And then the attorneys walk off with the with the riches, and then nobody, and then he can't take that money and parlay it. It's some of the most disgusting things. I, this is these are the reasons why I don't get married because I've seen it before. I've seen too much. Legally marrying somebody like this is egregious when you choose to do it. It's the dumbest. It's the dumbest shit that I will never do. I'm never gonna legally entangle myself with jackasses like this because they think stupid. It never works out for you. They, they think stupid like this. <laughs> You're like, oh, hell no. Not because I don't believe in love. I don't really believe in it, but that's not the overriding factor. It's That's the stuff that they do, and that impacts you for years. It impacts you for years. That's the stuff that you that that's the stuff that you'll get mad at. You're not going to get mad because she fell out of love. You're not going to get mad that she monkey branch. You're not going to get mad... That she alienated your kid. You're going to get mad at shit like that because she'll take it, destroy it, flush those resources down the toilet at Sephora. And then you, on the other hand, and, and she'll double dip too. She'll double dip. What she'll do is she'll take that money from you and then tell you, you still have to pay. You still have to buy shoes. You still have to buy backpacks. You'll still have to save for college. You'll still have to, You'll still have to pay the private school tuition. She'll take that money from you, and then she'll still make you pay. Uh, she'll still, that's called double dipping. That's called double dipping. Where she'll still like, well, you still have to pay for these. Okay, what, do you, what are you going to pay for? You're going to pay for your hair, your nails. You're going to pay for all that shit with it. It's, it's mind-boggling. It is mind-boggling, guys. When you actually see it, You'll think marriage is the dumbest thing because I've seen it. 
I think marriage is the stupidest thing a man could do today. It's absolutely despicable. Now, any person that's never seen this, you don't know what's coming. You're going to get hit. You're going to get hit hard on your head with this. And you're going to go, what the hell is happening here? I'm like, I'll never legally entangle myself to a human being in America ever again. Because it's that stuff that kills you. It's, it's that stuff that is absolutely egregious. And you're like, what is all of this for some temporary love? All of this for some love for five years, six years, seven years? They just flush all the resources right down the toilet. It's like, what the fuck? It's unbelievable. Shout out to no government name SD coach. I just saw a lady that got hit by a brick already got 37 K in GoFundMe. Yeah. And she'll blow it. She'll blow it. All right. I think I still got some PayPal's and that'll be close to being it. Um, shout out to RP D three. Is it possible to find a woman who's not evil? <laughs> well, see, here's the thing, guys. I don't think women are evil. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I might have said that. Shout out to I Need Money says Blue Chip Mindset Coffee Fund. I don't think they're evil. However, hear me out. Was Eve evil? Was she created evil? Think about Adam and Eve. If you believe in the story, you can think it's a parable, a fable. You can think it's accurate representation. I don't care. But was Eve evil? I mean, her name implies that she might have been evil. Was Eve created evil when god created eve out of the image well out of out of adam was she evil or was she corrupted by evil was she easily manipulated and corrupted by evil was she easily misled was her emotions used against her was her jealousy of man used against her see it is not that she was evil that caused the issue. It was that she was easily corrupted. She was easily influenced. She was the weakest link. She thought emotionally. She was jealous of Adam. She wanted better. It wasn't good enough. And she was corrupted. They're not created evil. But some of the things that they have, gullible, Right? I mean, these are the things that actually make them do the things that they do. So they're easily targeted by the corrupt, the people who are corrupting. And they're easily targeted by false promises. I'm going to cancel the student loan debt. How'd that work out? <laughs> right? And they, in mass, voted that direction because they were easily corrupted. They're easily manipulated. If you work hard, you'll be CEO by 30. All you don't need is a man. How's that going to work out? I mean, it hasn't worked out for them, and they continue to be frustrated, and they continue to try to find solutions. You know, that, that's what it is. So we don't want to have the mindset that, again, if you just call them evil, you're blaming a woman. We don't do that here. We have to look at it and say, you know, our duty was essentially to protect them and we and we failed. And not to protect them from others and not to protect them and not to protect them from others or evil. The man's job was to protect the woman from herself. 
not from others. And we failed in protecting her from herself. And we're cursed for it. And anytime a woman comes outside of the protection of a man, it is herself that gets her, not anyone else. No one else gets her. All right. She gets herself. Almost always. Almost always. All right. So let's keep things in a proper perspective. And that allows us to protect us. Now we can protect ourselves with this knowledge. Right. Otherwise, if we just go about it and say they evil. All right. I don't know how far you could go with that. Right. But I just think they're easily corrupted. All right. That's all it is. So you got to watch that. Even even your wife, even your daughter. I mean, your wife and your daughter are fine. Then they get corrupted. They didn't turn evil all of a sudden. They were fine. You were protecting them. Then all of a sudden, an outside influence came in that could have been to manipulate, take advantage of them, false promise them, and so forth and so on. When they start biting from that apple, ain't nothing you could do. You didn't protect them. <laughs> now they're corrupted. And by the way, when they become corrupted, they don't change. Like, they don't become uncorrupted. This is why God didn't wait for uh, Eve to, to, to um, God didn't wait for Eve to figure it out. He punished Adam and then punished Eve as well. He came down out on Eve. When, if you know the story of Adam and Eve, does the story say God punished Eve? No. I mean, he did, but he came down on Adam first and said, hey, hey, what happened to your mate? And then he punished Eve and said, as a result, of both of you dumbasses, what we're going to do is every time a woman gives birth, she is going to experience pain through delivery. This is all the story. So that was her punishment. But he did punish Adam as a result of Eve being allowed to be corrupted. It is what it is. We get the punishment for that. We got Das Token, the ugly feminist, always recruit the pretty girls in the middle. Because the middle girls just want to be accepted. Yeah, yep, that's a target for them. And they got him. Uh, he says Lilith was evil. Uh, Lilith was allegedly corrupted by her own reflection. That's what corrupted Lilith in the Jewish fable. She was corrupted by her own, her own, the, the mirror corrupted Eve, uh, Lilith. It was the Lilith. It was the, I'm sorry, it was the mirror that corrupted Lilith. She became addicted to her own vision, her own vision of beauty. So the, the, the mirror, you know, and we see women do this too. I've done shows on this. We'll talk about witchcraft later today, right? Lilith was fascinated by her appearance. Thus, her appearance made her believe she was better than Adam. And Lilith in the Jewish folklore, it was Adam's first wife. So Adam fell twice between Jewish and Christianity. But... It was Lilith's reflection that corrupted her. Now, behind the mirror were the demons. Behind the mirror were the demons, right? And the demons gave her cross promises, right? So, today, the woman's corrupted by the mirror. Behind the mirror are the den of demons, the simps, right? So, she's corrupted by her vision. She gets accolades, the attention, and she's like, hey, I'm really beautiful. Oh, look at me. And then behind there is what's corrupting her. It's not the mirror. It's the den of demons behind them, the simps, the ninjas, the peace league chasers. All right, so that's what corrupted Lilith. And she said, hey, 
I'm too beautiful for this shit. I don't have to put up with this. I don't have to lie on my back for Adam. I don't have to do that no more because look at me. I'm beautiful. And behind there, look at all these things that are making me feel good. That's what corrupted Lilith. That- mm. All right. These stories are as old as time. Uh, anyway, the Black Mirror got uh, uh, Lilith. And also, Lilith then seduced her niece, if I'm not mistaken. So watch. It even gets worse. Lilith seduced her niece, who was a young flirt described in the, in the, in the fable, a young coquette. So the young coquette was presented with the same mirror and behind there Lilith and her den of demons corrupted her young niece, I believe is the story, or cousin or daughter. I can't remember which one it was, but it's one of them. And she allowed the daughter then to be seduced by her own vision, her own beauty. And she got the daughter in, so she sabotaged the daughter or the cousin or the niece or whoever it is. Uh, But anyway, I've done a long stream on that one. And uh, you can check for that. It is what it is. Yeah, I think it's her niece. She corrupted her niece, who was described as a young teenage coquette, a young flirt. Um, This is kind of what people have uh, deduced from young women is that they tend to be flirts and, you know, they develop and they, yeah. So anyway, and then they get seduced by their own image as well. Uh, There's a lot of stories in there. A lot of stories. Uh, Michael says, what's your opinion on the Reverend Al Sharptongue? He says, um, I said he was a fraud, but my parents sat me down for like 30 minutes explaining that he's a good person. What are your thoughts? I don't listen to him. I don't listen to a damn thing he says. All right, so anyway, I mean, there's nothing that he could say to me that I would probably agree with. Nothing. All right, there's not much. Shout out to uh, Das Token, the ugly feminist always. Okay, I already got that one. All right, I think we're done. All right. All right. I think he's done. Now, I'm not going to cast aspersions on him or call him names. It's not necessary. But he's, I, I, don't, I don't agree with much he has to say. All right, I just don't, I don't, find, I don't find much value in Al Sharpton. All right, so anyway. <laughs> uh, anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Thank you for sitting again for another long stream. And uh, check out the Blue Chip Mindset on the Notorious CGA channel. I will be dropping videos from here on out through there. Shout out to the coach gang. We out. Peace.